1: just say thank you. We know that you are with us. You are with us, our Father. Jesus, we just bless your name this morning. You are the Ancient of Days and you are a mighty God. Lord, just bless your name this morning. We. Offer the sacrifices of our heart to you. The offerings of our heart. Father, we give them to you this morning. Father, we come before you again knowing knowing that you alone are the giver of life. For where shall we go? Only you have the words of life. Only you have the words of life. Only you. Father, we bless your name. Amen. Lord, with all meekness and lowliness of heart, we are here before you this morning. Father, we ask that you would help our hearts too to connect your will and your thought this morning. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The ancient one. The holy one of Israel. The mighty God. You are the God of the whole earth. Father you are our God and you are our Lord. We are here before you again this morning. To drink of you. We ask Father that you show us your mercy and give us help and grace to drink from you in the name of Jesus Lord we just come before you Father with our heart Lord broken with our heart Father longing to be coated with the blessing of your name Lord we come this morning we we ask, Father, Amen. that you will oil Amen. us with your life. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And I will pray this morning that the, you will give us to drink Amen. out of the fountain of your life.
0: Amen.
1: Father, we pray this morning, Lord, that our hearts be positioned accurately. Amen. Properly for to receive your gaze this morning.
0: Amen.
1: In the name of Jesus, Father, Amen. we pray that you will help our heart to come into the right posture, into the right arrangement, into the right place this morning to receive from you. Father, we know that if our heart is not aligning with yours, we can't be blessed. Father, we know that if our heart is tuned out of yours, we can't receive from you. We know that our heart plays an important role in receiving from you. Father, we pray, Lord, that you will bless our heart, give grace for us to align with your spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we ask for enough supply of your Spirit, Lord, that we will keep our heart and our mind stayed on you this morning, even as we receive from you, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that wherever our heart is far from you, we ask for grace to
0: bring it near
1: Amen. in the name of Jesus
0: Amen.
1: help us to come nearer this morning again Amen. Lord we ask Lord that you would help us to find grace and help this morning Amen. for to be positioned for you Amen. thank you Father because you've answered our Amen. prayers for in Jesus name we have prayed Amen Praise Amen. 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 the Lord Amen Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can we just say hi to, to everyone? Just take a moment to say hello to your neighbor. We are blessed to be here. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, I uh, welcome everyone this morning. Uh, We're finally able to see this money properly. Because normally we will be saying afternoon money slash. But it's not yet, it's not yet 12, so it's <laughs> still this morning. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's good to be here. And uh, it's good to see our faces again. Amen. 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 Hope, uh, we had a ble- blessed week. We had an awesome, awesome week. Amen. Hope, hope the week was not too busy.
0: <laughs>
1: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So, welcome everyone. Hope we're doing good. Amen um, I would like to continue from I guess we stopped last Saturday and I don't know For my just my heart uh, there's been two, two places it has been Amen but I'm still trusting God for for all trans hopefully by any means to find grace to to match the thought amen. amen i know on tuesdays it's been more talking about fellowship but somehow i feel i should just continue on saturdays are a bit different from tuesdays uh, and uh, i'm just trusting god to find entrance to be able to speak particularly concerning uh, his life, Amen. Amen. Uh, I know we are. Well, I put this with the theme really that uh, that we've been around is concerning the life of God, right? And you know the things we're teaching and talking about is still concerning that life. Mm. And the reason is because I will put it this way: the the beginning of the beginning of really receiving things from God. Or begin, to, or to partake of God Himself is when we begin to receive life from Him, right? So that aspect is very essential and very important. And I know I believe I've been uh, maybe one one way or the other, just going around most of even part of the things that were taught during the the teaching series, um, just touching and maybe perhaps just establishing more thought concerning them. Uh, no it's not the things we've been, i don't think it's too far from what we learned and it's, I, I don't think it's new to most of us right but it's good to understand them to have a foundation amen so the the aspect of the life of god is is key because that is really really when we begin to understand what christianity is all about right because christianity is not about anything outside life right and we And we need to understand, or let's say we started learning the concept of what life is and begin to define the the life of, the life in a soul, right? And then begin to define the life of God in a soul and how that life comes. And this this is more of a recap. Anyways, uh, we we define that. I guess I'm just giving a little bit of... um, it's a sum, quick summary, in a way, right? So the, the thing that, those are the things we've, we've looked at. Those are the things we've seen, right? Uh, now, we began to see how that life is given, right? Because, of course, if we say that we want life, and somebody, and then we are hearing, oh, life of God, life of God, and somebody say, saying, I need life of God, and we're wondering, how can this, how do I get it? So there has to be a way to know how to get it. And we know, and we've learned from Scripture, that how to get that life, really, is by the Spirit of God. God is the spirit of God that installs life. It is by the breath of God, right? So the breath of God is the spirit, uh, right? which rides upon the heart. And we realize that, you um, no before, uh, in the, in the, when God was dealing with Israel, right, um, God tried to give his life to them, but they couldn't. And we realize that the important key to that life is the spirit, why? Because um, if anything is not written with the Spirit, mm. right, it can't really, really stay. The soul, can't, the soul can't have it or take it to use it. Mm. Amen. And that's part of the shortcoming of Israel because it was not written by the Spirit upon their heart. Mm. How it was written is they just give them a, a tablet and they begin to recite it to them. And and that that is really really a, a, a serious shortcoming, yeah. because it's not the method of giving life to a soul, yeah. amen. Yeah. But God still give it, gave it in a way, yeah. because that is where men have men have journeyed far. Yeah. It's, it's hard to reach them. So God, the, I mean, I believe the uh-huh. the dealing upon the mountain, right, which God wanted to deal with Israel was actually to write laws upon their heart by the Spirit. Because he is the Father of Spirit. So he himself wanted to write upon their heart. Because that would have been the method of giving life to them. Right? It has to be by the Spirit. So when you call them, so you can... I mean, just imagine what can write in a soul, right? And it's not on the table that nobody can see. Of course, it has to be Spirit. Right, And it has to be upon their heart, in the tablet of their heart, their conscience.
0: Yeah.
1: So to write it, it has to be by the Spirit. And that actually just opened my eyes to, to clearly, to see that that is where men are. Or let me put it this way. That is where men fall short sometimes because we don't understand the effect of Spirit. Right? Because whether it be the Spirit of God, or evil spirit they they can write on souls, on the heart because as long as you are a spirit, it is possible to write upon the tablet of the heart of a man that's just it, as long as you are a spirit you can write because that is the way God designed man to be man is not designed to just look at letters and begin to receive something they can use for life. God didn't design man to look at, uh, what else? Maybe just to look at something external. It means even if something you are seeing is going to be converted into life, the the spirit has to breathe upon it to bring it for the soul. So if if a soul will take the life of a tree, something needs to convert whatever is there. Right into spirit, or by the spirit, or a spirit will bring it because uh, this aspect of spirit, sometimes, you know, sometimes when I'm talking about the spirit of God and then the, what he gives, sometimes because the spirit spirit, you know, it's, it's difficult to discern. But a spirit can write upon the, the heart, a spirit, a being, right, can write as long as you're a being is spirit. But and what you because what you used to write upon the heart is what spirit gives. What, or what they convert, what spirit can convert. They can convert things to what they call spirit, which is a small letter S. It is, it is a, it's a commodity in the spirit. So it's, it is what they use to write upon heart. So a spirit, who is a being, a being spirit, can begin to release spirits to a soul. And those spirits, they are things a soul can learn. Because, let me, use, let me put it this way, spirit is the language of the soul. So, you know, when you, are, when, you are, when you are speaking English now, oh, did come? Go and sit down there. The language of the spirit, right? Go and sit down there. they convert it into spirit and give it to a soul. And that's what a soul can begin to use and they can, they can interpret it and begin to use it for living, right? So the method, the method, the method of giving life, a, a man, a, a, a man that has a soul, mm-hmm. right, that lives in the body, the method of giving them life is to is by the spirit, yeah. meaning a spirit needs to write.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and then we begin to see that you know, we are just, all men are just written, written scripts, so let me put it that way, mm-hmm. right? You know, when you have a written script, it can't change itself. Mm-hmm. So when you are reading Something that has already been written. Right? That has already been written. You can't... You can't change it. It is as it is written. You can read it. So when when I read it, or somebody else reads it, or somebody else, it's the same thing they will read. Because it won't change. It's going to be the same. Right? For... So for man, when we are written upon... right? We just, as we are written, that's how we are, right? And nobody can write upon themselves. They they have to be written upon by the Spirit. Amen. So, just move further from there. So, we we realize that it is the Spirit, right, of God that writes upon men. Or that's how they give life to a soul. So, that is why, you know, when we get born again, we can't just threw away the aspect of the doctrine of the Spirit, right? Which is baptism, of, no baptism of the Holy Ghost, laying on of hands, right? Mm-hmm. Doctrine of baptism, doctrine of uh, repentance from dead works, uh, doctrine of um, uh, Hebrews six, Hebrew six, where is that uh, repentance from dead work, baptisms of eternal judgment. <laughs> what else? I think. Huh? Laying on of hands, yes. Faith towards God and faith towards God, those and resurrection of the dead. Those are those are basic foundation. Of, those are, look, look, all those things you see, right? That they wrote in Hebrews chapter six, verse one. Those are the those are the summary. As the truth, that is the summary of the the doctrine of the spirit or. The Holy Spirit, the work in in dwelling, the in working of the Spirit, right? There's that's just the summary of it. Right? But there's a lot that we we learn in that sphere. There's a lot we learn in that area, right? Um, part of what we learn there, right? Of course, I want to talk about baptism is how to you know, live by the Spirit, how to begin to hear, you know, the voice of the Spirit of God, how to live and to yield to that voice, right? How to begin to uh, take note of a different world of a spiritual world where things come from. They'll begin to see that this world is not just ordinary. Nothing is ordinary. There's a spiritual influence upon the earth. And then they begin to bring the spiritual influence of God upon the soul. Right? So they, and what they are really doing is opening up the soul into the world where God dwells, where God is coming from. Right? And when they do that, you know Satan knows that ah somebody is awake. So Satan to come and bring activity around the soul as well. So it's, it's pretty much a tug of war, just war day in, day out, right? But what is important? Because I mean, the reason why Satan will come, right, to a soul that has been open to the word of God it's not, or to the word of the Spirit, it's not just, let me say word of God, because we are not absent from the, from the spiritual realm, Simul, it's simply because we don't think about it, right? Because we don't think about it does not mean it's not there, it's there. But what Satan does not want is somebody beginning to move towards God, right? When somebody begins to awake towards God, he doesn't like that, right? Uh, that is why, even when, when we are born again, Satan is not afraid, right? Although there's a little problem because if so, that is born again has a lot more tendency to leave Satan and to live his life. He would have preferred that we are not born again. Why? Because we just live ignorantly forever. And that's just it. But the moment somebody is born again, what that simply means is that that person can be cured from ignorance. So even though Satan is not afraid of being born again, still he doesn't like it. right? Uh, But when we get born again, God is doing all he can to begin to open us to another economy. So all the baptism, being baptized, speaking in tongues, all of a sudden the anointing Maybe we went to different meetings and then the anointings upon us and we just pray, pray, pray. All of that really is just to open us into the word of God. Mm. And the thing is, they have to keep opening and keep opening that up because we need a saturation of that uh, activity to be able to bring a soul where that soul can really begin to receive the life of God. God. Amen. Amen. Because, the reason is because there is some strength, I would put it there, there's some strength needed, mm. right? Uh, just may not be too much, but at least a little strength is needed for somebody to receive life from God, yeah. right? Yes. Because what we are there when we are yet without strength is when Christ died. So, if when we are yet without strength, it is, that means strength is important in a way because we need to be built strong, and to, to be strong, really, according to scripture, is pertaining to knowledge. Right? It's pertaining to knowledge. Anything that has to do with strength, it has to do with knowledge, spiritually. Anything that, that does not have the strength of knowledge is weak. And then you now begin to see that when we get born again, the Holy Spirit gives us a little knowledge. It's not the knowledge of a person. It's the knowledge of the world. Right? Uh, the knowledge of the spiritual world where God is, to know the person who you are, God, then to begin to know the activity of the Spirit. Sometimes, Holy Spirit can come so that we can begin to interpret some of the things God you know, that happens to us spiritually that we don't know before, that we can just ignore, right? Because everybody is living constantly in the Spirit, right? Not scriptural, you no know, one in, the, you know, in the Scripture We talk, live, by, live in the Spirit, no, no, that's not the one because that one is there's something specific that the scripture is talking about in that area right so living in this way I'm just meaning that that everybody whether born again or not born again we are, a, we are spiritual being like and we live like that it's Satan that has made us too natural minded we mind the things in the natural you see the strength and you begin to see that even the strength of the the, the natural is too much knowledge in the natural too much knowledge in the natural. That's, a, that's another strength of it. If you check it, the, the struggle we have most of the time between living by the spirit and being carnal can um, say well, and being uh, let's say it's Canada. Ah, living spiritually or being <laughs> or living naturally. And let me put it that way. Hey, living naturally uh, is knowledge when you live too natural you begin yeah. to see that you, you, you all our strength yes. is dependent on what we know in the natural. Mm. And you see what men devote themselves to is really knowledge in the natural. And then you begin to hear things like knowledge is power. Mm. No, no. And you see all those things. And it's, and it's not a lie, to be honest. Knowledge is power. Yes. Just not the way men think it to be. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. But that's another thing. Because
1: yeah. part of Part of the skill of Satan is to twist every knowledge. Mm. Mm. The reason is because if you can twist knowledge, mm. it will be difficult to find the true knowledge. Mm. Or to or even if you find the true knowledge to live it rightly wow. will be difficult. Mm. Why because he has twisted our mind yes, and you now realize that when you now begin to look at the life of the church mm. that is the that is the real major problem. Yes, Why? Because the way we interpret things when we read scripture we are twisted inwardly. So it's with that sight that we are using to read the scripture. And then we begin to live from there. Now, if we, if we read spiritual things twistedly, it means that we will bring out things twisted. Because it's the sight that we are using. And we can't live beyond our sight. But thank God for mercy, because what God has been doing in ages, giving b- baptism for the spirit, bringing knowledge to men, is yeah. untwisting the twistedness yeah. of, of Christianity. Yeah. So imagine, we get born again, we are, ah, no, God is patient and long suffering,
0: yeah.
1: right? He had to get us born again. After getting us born again, you now, you now have to start with our twisted mind, still work with us, and then be patient to be untwisting them. Untwisting them. But what marks untwisting of those kind of of our side, right? When you begin to when you look well into the church, into the history of the church, you realize that there are specific times that God brought forth specific knowledge, because a whole lot of things were lost. Yeah. Now, when Jesus came, right? This time I'm talking just background. I'm giving out. But, anyways, when Jesus came, right, and he he said I'm leaving uh, you wait for me the Holy Ghost is going to come upon you right?" and then he left the Holy Ghost came that time when Jesus set the church and the Holy Ghost came we, we don't have all the knowledge we needed at that time in short the reason for the giving of the spirit is to bring about a season where we begin to learn knowledge
0: that's,
1: re- that's really it Because you see what Jesus said to them before he told them, go and wait for me. See, that go and wait for me is at the end. But he has already said something to them in John 14, John 16, when he says, when the spirit of truth shall come, he shall teach you, right? All things. That's that's what Jesus said about the spirit. So when the Holy Ghost came and then everybody started speaking in tongues, tongue of fire, miracles was happening. That is, see, that is the after effect of the Spirit. Mm. Because he himself is a person and he has his, mm. his, he has his nature, he has the way he behaves. Mm. The Holy Spirit is a person on his own, right? And he has, the same way the Father has character, the Son has character, he also has his character. Mm. So part of the work of the Spirit, that time, is to make the church know him. See, I am here. This is how I behave. Sometimes I can behave like this. This, is this. Yeah. So he began to reveal himself in the body, in, in different ways. Amen. Mm-hmm. So that's that's when uh, no, we began to see in the book of uh, no, Act of the Apostles. You now begin to see Act. So the act there is the act. They call it Act of the Apostles. But if we use another side to look at it, you it just it's the act of the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. really, because it's the Holy Ghost that was moving. They were using the name, of but the, th- the thing about that uh, about that is also oh, oh I don't know maybe maybe I'll sh- just share that thought and i will move further right just that thought that came to me. So the thing about the spirit coming, the act of the spirit, right, is that it is also a it is also a manner of the person of Christ because the Holy Ghost is also a name in God. Right, which is Jesus. Mm. That's another thing, but because of time, because of you know, it sounds like oh, what's that? Is 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 from scriptural understanding that we see that, right? Because the name that the apostles were using to do miracles was in the name of Jesus. Rise up, like the guy by the beautiful gate, saying the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. That name of Jesus they were calling is really Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. So Holy Ghost has names. His name is also Jesus. That's the funny thing, right? So, in case many people are also wondering, is Jesus not God? Yet? Jesus is God. I mean, this one is a, is a simple one to understand, right? So, the Holy Spirit has asked His name. His name is Jesus, too. So, when you call Jesus, Holy Ghost will stand and begin to, to move and begin to act. So, the act, uh, the book of Act is really the acts of the apostles. Oh, I'm not. I don't know. The book of acts is open. Anyways, so the book of Act was there showing us the act of the Spirit. What the Spirit is just a way to explain the Spirit to us, make us know, make us aware of the Spirit, and then the Spirit begins to open us up into the Word of God where things, because the real work He has to do is to bring about the season of knowledge upon believers. Amen. Amen. So I believe in the first phase uh, that when the Holy Ghost came, He began to um, prepare the body, prepare the church, begin to get people born again. Because the uh, Holy Spirit wants to teach knowledge, Amen. Because knowledge, really, like I was saying earlier, when you have knowledge, is 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 the same or is is tantamount to strength in the Spirit. So knowledge is strength. Knowledge is strength. So when we are a little, and I was just explaining the, the act of the Holy Spirit right, as at that time, you know, when everybody is getting born again, miracles happening is a kind of knowledge too which has little strength. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the highest of all strength. It's a little strength. But that little strength is enough to get us to begin to receive strength from God. Right? And where I'm coming from is that scripture that tells us say, that says that uh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So the joy of the Lord is my strength. And what they call the joy of the Lord, right, is not that, I don't know, I don't know it's not what I want to talk about, but maybe I should wait in a bit because I'm just, talking, just introducing the aspect of the Holy Spirit, right? But that aspect of the joy of the Lord is our strength is particular to the season of knowledge upon a soul. It is not every time that the joy of the Lord is a believer's strength, Right? Now, because the joy of the Lord is not your own joy.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? But what we have most of the time, right, you just, you know, maybe we feel something and then we are joyful. Yay! But it doesn't last. But when you say the joy of the Lord is my strength, it really is just, it's talking about particularly about where a believer should be living from. Right? Because we should live in strength every day. That's where we should live. We should be living in the strength of the Lord. Right? Say the scripture will tell us, be strong in the Lord and in power of his might all those things that they're talking to us about is really about a way of living so that joy, the joy of the lord is my strength that scripture is talking about a way of life it's not just hey the joy of the lord is my strength to the joy of the lord is my strength that all of us quote and the funny thing is god help us to understand that scripture that way When we just got born again you know that if you have the lord you have joy but now we to say that you know it's all the time we are joyful Okay, God, I not this man. you we quote that. I know I like that? That just doesn't come. It's, way of, it's almost like what we call confession. So when you confess it, later it will happen. So we keep saying, the Lord is shanel, all, and, until we have a, maybe a breakthrough, maybe in the season of all, what's happening to us and all that. And then, ah, yes, yeah, so the Lord has given me joy. We even name children after that. Right? Ah, your midday means my joy has come. Just say that. Maybe something happened and, you know, we broke it and then something that happened that make us joyful, then we'll just name a child. Maybe the child now come around that time. How you mean today my joy has come. And then we remember the, the scripture that tells us say, even though we may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Ah, say my joy has finally come. Amen. So all those scriptures, we use them. But really, uh, the season, the season of joy, the joy, joy is a season. There's a season of joy. That comes upon a soul, amen. Now, I'm, I'm, hopefully, I don't, I don't forget my train of thought. Um, I'm just, you know, following as I'm seeing the direction there. But and it's that joy, and then let me move back to strength because that's what I'm talking about. Because joy and strength, you no, know, there's there is joy that equates strength, amen. But amen. just to just to explain further in that area that the Holy Ghost making us know uh, the Holy Spirit, you realize that we have some strength, right? Because when we get born again, and you can command evil spirits to go away, mm. you know you feel strong. as if something. Ah, I believe. Or if you can go and fast and pray, and then you come out, you feel so anointed. Yeah. You feel as if you are strong. You have strength in your way and hand. And then maybe you went out and say, "In the name of Jesus, something happened." And then something happened. You feel. You feel like yes, I'm on top of the world. But according to scripture, I'm just telling you that that is, that is actually little strength. Mm. It's not. It's not. To us, it seems all powerful. It seems all yes, something has happened. But what the scripture is saying is that it is little strength. Amen. But that little strength is needed. It is a preparation for us. Right? To be able to actually begin to receive true strength. Through the joy of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, So, uh, Okay, we've explained, okay, we just, you know, I'm com- I was coming from somebody, you now perhaps moving into the message, but, um, so, pretty much, we see that the Holy Spirit, as at the season, we will begin to come into the, to the name of the Holy Spirit, and, and I, I guess I should say also, because, you know, when, we, when we are talking and just gisting, I don't know if this is just gist, but just gisting, uh-huh. when we gist like this, you know, it's very easy to quickly, you know, just take the Holy Spirit, and for, or let's say for us, maybe that I've known the Holy Spirit and just have a kind of mind Ah, nothing. Mm. because the, all those things that we're doing, the Holy Spirit was doing in the beginning was is essential. Mm. Or let me put it this way: that little strength that the yes. Holy Spirit gave us is very essential. Yes. Because if we don't have it, we can't really, really, really enjoy true strength fully. Mm. Yeah. There will always be a problem. There will always be a shortcoming. Yes. Right, because we've not experienced strength in the little minute that we ought to understand it. Right, So the moves of the Holy Spirit, the act of the Holy Spirit, the, the revealing of the Spirit you know, is where the work begins. Just that it is not the end. Of, so what has happened in the church is that we've taken that beginning and we have put, summarized it as the end of all things. So now we see that the church, we, can't, we couldn't grow Past milk, wow. right? And the po- the funny thing is that even that milk, because we couldn't go grow past it, now it now becomes a whole lot uh, mm. of that word. Stale. And it still, mm. Mm. some have good milk, some don't have good milk, some have partially good, partially. There's just all kinds of mixture such that this day it is difficult and scarce to even find pure milk. Mm. See, when you have, when you have And here's the truth about it. When you have pure milk, you will grow. Simple. Because the reason for the church, that's another thing, right? The reason for God establishing the church is for the growth of believers. So when a believer gets born again, that believer should move into the church. And there's something that should be happening to that believer. It means that believer must be growing. Is very okay. What's the purpose of church is to grow believers, grow men, which is why somebody somebody gets born again today, they can't just be on their own. Okay, I started my job by myself. No, you have to be planted in a church where you can then begin to grow, and that is key. The church, when a believer stops growing, is a problem. We ought to keep growing, amen. So We'll move, again, move into the church and then start growing. And part of the growth there is that heaven will begin to establish what uh, the, what we learn really is the Holy Ghost. we we'll begin to establish a believer in the Holy Spirit. Right? So as we are seeing, the, we are seeing that it's a wisdom of God. Amen. It's a wisdom of God, right? To ensure that he can write upon his soul. Right, if we don't experience the spirit, we don't experience the the just the relationship. Where relationship begins? That's really where relationship begins, right? Because believers ought to grow in relationship Mm. with the spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm. And the part of the provision for growth too eh, is the unction. Mm -hmm. The unction is a provision for growth. So there is the growth that the anointing upon will will create there is a growth that the anointing within will now begin to bring about such that both the anointing upon and the anointing within can cooperate and begin to raise a believer. So those two portions of the Spirit, a believer must receive them. Anointing upon and the anointing within. I mean, as much as we talk about the anointing within which has a work, we can't also negate the anointing upon. Why? Because without the anointing upon, the anointing within can't wake up. The anointing upon is a, is a preparation of the way for the anointing within, right? So imagine the anointing within which is begin to deal with a believer inwardly and a believer does not know who the Holy Spirit is. The believer does not know what he can do. The believer does not know the way the Spirit behaves. The Holy Spirit does not know that Holy Spirit can rest upon book, can rest upon paper, can rest upon clothes, handkerchief, right? You can carry handkerchief. Now, Holy Spirit can just rest upon it like that. If you throw that handkerchief, to the crowd, everybody can fall. Yay! It's just that's just really good. That's just the way, that's just a manner. And some of us, you know some, some some people that are too too wise in the head, when they see that they will think it's foolish. And that's it that you see the problem of knowledge in another way. Right? Not, when when we are too when we are living too natural or, or what men develop is the brain. Right, and when you develop the brain too much, it can be an hindrance to the soul. Not that it can be, it will be. That's the fact. Now, the true way, right, to develop the brain and the mind is to use the anointing to develop the brain. Right, because the brain is not something that God just created to work by itself you realize that what affects the brain is the mind, right? So what we have, the, and the mind is part of the soul. So the mind is really what develops the brain. So, so when we are even studying, what we call natural, it's not just natural, it's just the life of a natural man. You now realize that it, the, that person developing himself in the natural is using a kind of mind to develop the brain. So, it's what the, the, the brain would only work by the kind of mind you use to develop it. So, you can't just have a brain that can solve math, right? Oh, I hope I don't forget my thought where I jump into this natural thing now. So, you can't just have a brain that knows math, right? By pure, just knowing math. Right? A soul can know math By the unction, or it can know math by the world. So, just two ways. When the world is developing a mind, you can see a smart person, smart mind, but that smartness is worldly. Why? Because it is not by the anointing. So, in case we are, maybe we are trying to separate, oh, brother, we have some people that are so brilliant, so genius, but we have Christians, ah, I also want to be genius too. Nobody is saying nobody can be, can't be a genius. It's just that whatever develops the mind, say that soul that is geniusy. If you can use that English, that's it. <laughs> that is a genius. When you begin to open the layers of their soul, you, can, you will now begin to see all kinds of things there. But when you see it, if that mind has not been developed by the unction, by the anointing, by the spirit, what you begin to see is the world inside that mind. That mind can't think like God thinks. That mind can't think. Uh, so the, uh, the inspiration that that genius would have can't be by God. Because what they are using to live is their mind. And But that mind was developed by a spirit. It's not God that developed it. So you can't develop, you can't develop a brain and just say, I'm just smart. But there's nothing like that. Nobody, every smartness, every knowledge is as a result of a spirit. Yeah. And the, the easiest way to, to or let me just say, the easiest, one of the good examples I can give is if we've, if we've watched uh, Wonder Woman, we've seen Wonder Woman. Ah, we've not seen part one. Ah! You've seen Wonder Woman? But, you, have you seen Wonder Woman? Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm, that's true. Cool. It's a Superman. It's a super woman, okay. Wonder Woman. Is a, is a, is a, is the version? Is the vers- version of Superman as a woman?
0: Gender
1: Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, yeah. I'm I'm sure the way the wizard brought that one out. But thank <laughs> because maybe there was a Superman. <laughs> ah, let's not that. Okay, I know. anyway,s <laughs> they sure brought out that um, comment. But there's a, the movie. The first movie. I love that movie, because it, that movie talked a lot about how spirit rites upon men, right? Because in that movie, we have, they were fighting war, and there's now a genius scientist. That scientist was, was too smart, was genius, deadly. And what that scientist was doing was creating all kinds of gases. There are gases that, when you release it in the air, there are certain things it would do to, you know, pretty much damage men, kill men. You can use it to neutralize the whole city. I think that's partly what they were even fighting because something was they were about to release a gas or something. I think one of a man with the help of someone they went to a city and they fight. But later, towards the end, what we now began to see is that the real person they were fighting was not that scientist. There was, there was a guy behind the scientist who was a spirit. They can see him. the guy. The guy even behaved like a philanthropist. He was even fo- funding the good guys against the bad guy, but is the guy in both both sides. That's the way Satan behaves. So he's a spirit. It's not just a man. He's a spirit. So the scientist that was creating gas was not telling him, he said, what do you think all those ideas that you were having on how to create that you think it was by yourself? He said, I gave it to you. So meaning that all the genius of the scientists that the, everybody was marveling, even the, the bad guys that have the scientists were like, Yes, we have a weapon. They know that that scientist was useless without that spirit. Because the inspiration, right, of the scientist was that bad guy. And that guy had an intention to take over the world. So he's creating problems in the world for the one purpose just to rule over the world. So you create a problem here. You like a black is there. Let everybody fight each other. Uh-huh. But you'll be, like, be like a good guy. Did he, the funny thing is that he didn't even show up in the side of the bad guys. He didn't show up there. Every time we see him, he was with the good guys. Funding them. Giving them what they need. They need weapons to fight the, 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 the guys that were of course war. Anyway. You give them money. They were ah. so like, this is the So when you wonder, Woman find out, I say, is you... But we thought, eh, uh, yeah, we thought. But it was the reason for the war. Sometimes we we'll see we we'll see US like that. They behave that way, but anyways, go help them. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: sometimes. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: but the truth is they're not like, the Lord really that behave that way. Mm. Oh see, most, most of the rulers of these nations, they behave that way. Mm. Why? As long as they have interest. Even China. China has interest in Africa now. They are pumping money there. But they, they have the wisdom. They are putting everybody in debt. Mm-hmm. And the, the agreement is very simple. If you can't pay like this, I don't know, I will just talk about how the infrastructure will just provide that What does that mean? The it means world, that. <laughs> the <is> slave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they are all. Everybody collected from them, they are slaves to them. But they have their own way of ruling. Yeah, sure, they may be behaving like you. Like of all. all of us are attacking you. You, you have no clue who else is behaving like you. Yes. Amen. Everybody is for their own interest. Amen. But the summary of that is nobody can develop a mind by themselves. Everything a believer do, the way we behave, the way things are, you see, you know, is as a result of an influence of a spirit. Because spirit they don't, they, they don't have any job they are doing but to write upon men. That's what they do. Amen. Amen. So we can't just develop mind and say we are living naturally. Right? You can live too natural. And, or or is that natural life is just natural like that? No. There's nothing natural about life. It's as simple as that. Just a man existing and walking upon the earth, there's nothing natural about it. Thinking they want to eat, go to and have a job, job, do your job. There's nothing natural about a man breathing. There's nothing natural about it. Everything is spiritual. So if a believer is saying, oh, I don't want to be too spiritual, you're already spiritual. What do you don't want to be too spiritual? You're already a spiritual being. You might as well just live as you are meant to. It's as simple as that. So I don't understand how a spiritual person would be saying I'm too spiritual. You are, you are a spirit. You are meant to live as, as a spirit. Amen. So... It's, that's the, the life of a believer? There's nothing natural about it. Everything is spiritual. But a a man should not live too natural or too spirit, spiritually natural. Let me put it that way. based on the understanding we just established. Shouldn't live too spiritually natural, because simply what is happening is there's nothing natural about it. Somebody is writing upon that so and before you know it, you will see it leave itself out. Amen. Amen. And that's really the danger. The danger is how men live. There's something writing upon us and behavior. And how, how we live is what is causing everything that you are seeing on earth today. All the wars, all the greed of men, all the lust of men. It's just, it's just the way men live. Simple. Because if you can imagine everybody on earth having the life of God, realize that there will be no war, no, no pain. Everybody will learn to not steal from the others. Somebody from Europe will not be going to Africa to steal their resources. In short, I, I, I know this one is to take the love of God. It is, but how you imagine that kind of life? We all just imagine it. All you see is that everybody on earth will be sharing the same resources. Nobody will lay claim. This is my own. That is your own. Everybody will share resources, just like we see in the, in the book of Acts. Right? And that's, 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 that's the funny thing though, know, is that certain little lies about everybody sharing, you know, that just, that's just the, that's the beginning. It's not it, There's what the, the, the scripture calls it. It says, faith and love towards all the saints. If you have love towards all the saints, everybody will share the same thing. Eh? Everybody in the world will share the same thing. There won't be a problem about, oh, I have less shit. no, there won't be, ah, oh, that's my own, no, there won't be other like that, I think, everybody, nobody will live in poverty, nobody, uh-huh. but I'm not saying we should be philanthropists and now I'm going to, <laughs> I mean, if God to solve the problem of this world, nobody can, matter amount of charity you open, you can't, can't solve the problem of this world, that's one, too. you can't solve the problem in your own soul, when you are doing it, maybe we, can, we can feel good in your way, matter And and that's another thing about the church in the western world. When you look at the mind of the church here, you just go to, I'm not against any church, I'm just saying, I just go to to, some white churches, I just see, you see the the frame, the culture, the mind, it's it's turned towards philanthropism. Oh, how can we serve the community? Okay. Not that, their sense of Christianity is coming from there rather than just Living like a believer. Can you just learn Bible? Learn how to live. Just learn the life of God and then flow from there. You don't know, realize that the moment just take that philanthropism away from them. They are done. They have nothing else. Every, check, most most Christians, right? In this Western world, they have that with the Christian culture. And I, I believe that's partly why God is sending men here. Because the, the church here is sleeping.
0: They
1: need to be, they need to wake them up. Is a, see that thing, that philanthropism is a great slumber to the church here. Everybody is sleeping, you want to sleep, you want to sleep, you want to sleep. What do we I'm sleeping. And God is watching everybody. Will you all sleep. If you all sleep, what will happen to the body? What will happen to the church? God needs to wake everybody up. Right? God needs to wake us up. And how to wake us up is us receiving life, receiving light. So arise that, that sleeping... Arise that that sleepeth, and Christ that shall give the light, right? And the giving of light, just the, the purpose of giving light is not just they just give you one here, yeah, I see the light. Oh, no light! No, that light is carrying something. What it carries is life. So when light, so when, when people say they see light, you know, we can, there's a way we can, oh, but we'll get there, shall, because that's really what, that's, uh, I'm seeing us in that direction. Because when you talk about light, you talk about revelation. Right? So when light comes, light is a carrier. It is not it is not the, the, main, the main thing. Light is a carrier. There's something light carries. Light carries truth. That's just it. So light is the carrier of truth. So if God will come to you and give you truth, God needs to send light to you. Right, and that's why the psalmist was praying. I'll well, I was, I was say it's a prayer. It say, send your light and your truth today. Right? Well, yes, the giving of truth is light must shine. So, all of us without without light, we are devoid of truth. There's nothing. No light is for life. Amen. But let me move further because of time. Amen. So, I think. Just a small time we spent, so well, ah, okay, ah, okay. Time has not gone too much. Anyways, praise the Lord. So we shouldn't live. We shouldn't live too naturally. We should live by the Spirit. Well, if there's anything we should take, we should live by the Spirit. I know we've heard it a lot. We heard it in teachings. We're hearing it before. We're hearing it again. It is because it's very important. If we don't get this aspect, we won't really grow spiritually. <laughs> Amen. So, like I was saying, let me move back to the thought that threw me here. Is talking about the the anointing upon and the anointing within, right? So the anointing upon is the preparation for the anointing within, right? And we know what we summarize the anointing upon as, right? The anointing upon can do, see, all the things you see in the book of Acts, where you see believers, miracles, all those things, that's the anointing upon. Most of the miracles that Jesus did was by the anointing upon, right? You see the miracles, healing the sick, healing the dead, okay? Most of it was by the anointing upon him, right? But there was another anointing he was using, which is not by the one upon, it was by the one within. That one is a different. There's a way that one behaves differently. Amen. That would or, or that what that one culture is different, but it's very important. It is, it is the key. Let me put it this way: the anointing upon is pointing towards the anointing within. That's what it does. The anointing upon points towards the anointing within. So when you have the anointing upon you, it must point to your inward. But that's where all of us, we just like I was saying earlier, that's where all of us cut short. Whereby the anointing upon we just focus on that one, but we don't see what that anointing is pointing to, because the reason for the both the anointing upon and the anointing within is not just to make us feel good. It's not just to make us feel like we're on top of the world. You know, that's mostly what we feel like when anointing comes upon us, we just feel like, oh well, let me begin to pray for one billion men. All of you come here. Receive it. Receive your healing. Receive your hope. Receive. 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 And, and you know what? And that's another thing about that receiving. See, the moment <laughs> and that's where all of us should be careful. This one, this is this thing is, is is a play for every minister. That everybody must fight. See that? When you are saying? receive it. You, know, some, you can be having some kind of joy. That is not the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Where you say, "Receive, receive." It. As you are saying, "Receive, receive." You are feeling like something. Ah, uh, you don't. You don't. You don't. When you are saying that, "Receive," you may be pointing to yourself, not the, not the, not the owner. When say, "Receive it, receive it," the things will happen, though. But inside your heart, if if we've not lent the anointing with them very well, you see, there's something that will be happening inside the soul of that believer. That believer can believe they have power. Mm. Even though they can pray and say it's not by the but by the message of God. That uh-uh. thing is sitting inside the heart differently. And how you know is actually, I do receive it, there's something inside of you that is pointing you towards, yes, power is here. Mm. anointing is here. And you can, everybody, you just Okay, okay. You, you, all that can be happening and the person can be thinking it is their own. After they finish, they can say, Oh, it's not by myself, it's not it's the Lord. But well, let's, let's rewind to when the thing was happening, when the action was taking place. And then you'll be at where you feel. Mm. Was there any sense of, Ah, I'm a power day here, man? Mm. But I mean, all those things can happen purely, whereby, as say, receive it. Mm. But there's, the art posture is different. Mm. It's possible, right? Mm. But I'm just saying that there's a, there's a shortcoming in that area for, all, uh, for the church generally, whereby the anointing upon is there as a pointer to the anointing within. The way I see it is almost like an arrow. It is, the, way, the, way the, the way the anointing descends upon yeah. Jesus, right? then it began to descend upon him like a dove. It's descending upon him. It's, it's sitting on him which is a pointer, pointing to the anointing within. Mm. But there are, we need to, like, like let's say, we need. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not removing the ministry of that anointing upon at all. It's very essential, it's important. It's, it's actually part of what makes us to begin to live supernaturally, mm. to begin to live in the Spirit, by the Spirit of God. Mm. Amen. Mm. So, we can't remove the Holy Ghost from the giving of life the moment you remove him, that's the end nobody can receive life, nothing about life can flow to a believer and that's the end, amen, amen. but when we begin to grow spiritually right, and we begin to lend, or let me put it this way we lend the anointing upon with mercy, because in you know, as much as I'm saying, because I think that there's something in my heart concerning that area in the sense that, and as much as I'm putting a lot of importance on it as well, right, that it is very important. There is a, all, every body mind there's a problem. And I guess that's where we've all fallen short. With all the anointing upon, with, if there is no giving of knowledge to a soul, that anointing itself can be, a, is, it will be a problem to the, to the believer. Right? So, but it, God has a wisdom. God is not just going to leave us empty because he cares, he cares too much about us to just say, so simply because there's a problem in you, if I give you the anointing, it's going to be a problem, I'm not going to give it to you. No, God doesn't think that way. It is you and me that think like that because God has a wisdom. God has, there's, a, there's, a, there's something, there's a cancer inside God that you, it will take you moving into the, into the knowing of God's mercy really know how that will work. How God can just look at a believer that is all faulty and just decide to give him anointing. Mm. Mostly, when God gives anointing to a believer, Mm. it may may not be because he wants the believer to go and do miracle. It may just be a way of preserving the soul. Okay, take it. Be be prophesying. When you prophesy, you won't just leave yourself and go into the world fully. Maybe at least there will be some major... I love God, I love God, okay, okay, all right. So, anointing is good. In short, we as believers ought to, that's how we ought to live. We ought to live by the anointing. But we should understand the difference between the one upon and the one within and what it is work is for. And we've learned that the anointing within has a special work, right, in a believer. And it is for the purpose of moving the believer into the world of life. Right, because it's the one that begins to teach knowledge. Amen. Like I was saying, I think I think this is where I'm going to tie it in, right to what I was saying in the beginning, that you need knowledge for a believer to to grow. You need to give that believer knowledge. Knowledge is a is, a, is how do I put it? <laughs> let me. It's the what? the strength that, I, that that I use. That's the example. But let me use it that way, right? Because strength, right, when we talk about strength, we're really talking about the life of God. Mm, but we can relate to this with, ah, Strength, you can call it power. Right? But strength, to be strong, is talking about a posture, a stature. Something that is strong, right, can carry heavy weight, right, can lift things. The world is a weight to believers. And that is why you need strength yeah. so that you can overcome the world. Oh, yeah. And here's a secret. Or oh, let me put it this way. Here's the, here's the, here's the, 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 the understanding in that area is that every believer is weak. Even with, their, with the strength of the anointing upon. Every believer is weak in that area. Why? Because the wisdom that crafted the world. Does not respect the anointing upon you.
0: Yes,
1: That's the truth of the matter.
0: Yes.
1: In short, see, see that anointing upon. He has seizing times and. You know all the problems that we are all talking about? About, you know, we we'll carry pastor and we we'll blaming them. <laughs> this is a pastor, be sleeping with people. Yes. <laughs> the problem is very simple. Is that <laughs> there's something fighting that pastor? It's called the world. And I think maybe because well the world can never understand that because they don't understand. Because everybody, the world just assumes because you're a Christian like this, the moment you are a Christian, you should just be perfect. And as you are perfect like that, uh, you should not make any mistake. Uh, But the world makes mistakes anyhow. Let's just one believer, just make one time one mistake. That's it, that's the end. They will write you off. Uh, But the thing is, the, the the anointing, like upon a believer is is not enough to overcome the world the world is a is a is a weighty what's that word is, i want to say is, a, is is a weighty the world is a is a let me use the, let me use something else the world is a mountain in a believer the world is a mountain, mountain. in a believer. Yeah. Because the world does not respect. What, what the world can respect is what the anointing in the world has cultured a believer. The world does not respect the anointing upon anybody. It does mm. not, in short, you can be as anointed as Elijah. The world will be waiting for you. Why? Because that anointing upon you. Is not for to culture your soul. To make it or give it life. And the only thing that can overcome this world is life. What life is the life of God? Because what they use to craft the world is a life too. It is what? It is a life. So what believers need to overcome is a life. Is a life. This thing called Christianity is not, is not a play. Mm. And this what, what we call Christianity, Christianity is is a serious business. Yes, it's a serious game. Well, it's not even a game. Mm. Christianity is serious. See, yeah, I feel we take Christianity too lightly. Mm.
0: Yes. That's
1: just what I feel. It's too, I feel we take it too lightly because maybe because of the grace of God yeah. and the mercy mm. of God. You know, the way we take Christianity like this, eh, I get that's what some, some Jews said. Jews fear yeah. In a way, Jews fear God us now Us this why? Because they yet told you. Just go and check Nadab and Abiyu. You, know, you know, you know, Nadab and Abiyu did not intentionally offer strange fire. Yeah. Or oh, Do you think it was they did it? As I said, you know, what I want to disobey God today? have yeah, strange fire. Let us offer. No. Do you know what? They, it was a mistake. They made. Maybe, maybe they just forgot a knowledge. Like I say, knowledge is power. Ami. Maybe they just forget a knowledge. And what's the knowledge? Don't you can't take the coal outside and bring it into the temple. So then they offer shelter before the Lord. That before the Lord means they were in the holy place. Right? The holy place does not take the fire from outside because you don't burn sacrifice in the holy place, in the holy place. You offer incense, right, to the Lord. And there's a coal you have to use on the altar of incense. But when they came in, they offer strange fire. If you check it, the strange fire is a fire that should not be in the holy place. So, and you know, the altar outside, which is altar of burnt sacrifice, that one too has coal. So they use wood that they will use to start the fire. And of course, when you have wood and you burn it, what you have you have coal? Maybe they just thought ah. We can actually use this color we use coal in the holy place. I just okay, they just put it there and just okay, let's just carry it, let's go. And then they went to go and offer straight fire. With, ah, and you know what happened? They same fire came from the Lord and consumed them the same way. And here's the funny thing, though the same way the fire consumed the sacrifice on the altar outside. So when you check it, of course, let's say fire consumed them, you might think maybe God was angry with them. But maybe not. Maybe just that is the way things are. Mm. Why? If the same fire that consumes, you know fire, all of us, we, ah, that's all, this thing I say, we don't fear God. <laughs> like, this is not fantasio. Like, what I'm saying is not fantasio. It's real. it's real. They finish all free sacrifice, and the scripture says that fire came from within, outside, to devour the sacrifice. So, the Nabi went inside to do the same. Fire came from the presence of the Lord again and come, maybe because uh-huh. he saw that this coal. coal. Uh-huh. This coal so, when you offer sacrifice this way, this is what happened. So when they carried and then fire just came and consumed them. Ah, why? I-, I thought you had the sacrifice now. You bought coal that you used to offer burnt sacrifice. So, I thought you had the sacrifice. So I burned you. Ah. because it's not it's just it's just the way the things are perhaps it's it's a different and that's the thing it's a different it's a different operation when you go into the holy place what you see there is not necessarily glory but you don't see fire consumed like that in the holy place because what you offer there is different Mm. but when they carry the coal Meant for bonds offering, bonds offering, okay. <laughs> they became the, the bonds offering and they were consumed. So, I mean, imagine, imagine people that saw that and then they saw mountain burning with fire. Okay, maybe it's time to start moving into the main, main message, but but this is, just, this is just a background and God will help me to be able to, to speak. So the fear of the Lord ought to be in our heart when it comes to Christianity right we should take it the let me use this example the same way you take the job that will give you food mm-hmm. that you know that if know that, you know that if you don't do some things money will not land mm-hmm. right meaning that if you don't go to work mm-hmm. no paycheck mm-hmm. right Okay, if we have business, if you don't go and do what you have to do for income to come, you know, business, they can't revenue, they don't can salary, but you can't, salary. Mm-hmm. Well, you can, oh, it's revenue. More revenue. The problem of businessmen is revenue. Cash flow. That's a problem that uh, business owners face. Their employees face paycheck. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it's, when you check, it's still all the same flow the same way. Because everybody working in the a company, there are people worrying about cash flow. It's all the same. But there is the thing. Everybody, whether they be employee or the owner, there's something they have, they, they know they have to do for money to flow. Right? That's the same way believers should take Christianity. Yeah. And you now see believers, they, they should read the Bible, they did not read their Bible. They should pray, they did not pray. They, they are feeling, ah, there's too much work here. But the same believer can go out, go and use your soul, walk, 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 collect money. I say, ah, I'm tired of Okay, church. Uh, Bible. Ah, I don't have time to read your. Ah, ah, pray. Let me pray. Ah that's too short time to pray. Or maybe you can pray yourself. Okay, let me pray. You know why? You know why I I'm saying that? It's because it is easier to pray than to read Bible. Sure, you know. Yes. Why? Because you can be anywhere and pray. But Bible, there's some level of elevation in the soul that tells you, okay, oh, sit down. Focus and something something is speaking to you, and it will be you need time. The moment you want to read, you know, for prayer, you may think you need time too, but sometimes some time, you may not even think about time. And when it comes to prayer, I mean, yeah, let me just begin to pray. Let me just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Oh, okay, I've prayed. Ah, I've prayed. I've prayed. I've prayed. And maybe the next day you pray like you. You know, you can be a prayer warrior. I'm not a word warrior. <laughs> it's true. Can be a prayer warrior, not a word warrior, because it's easy to be a prayer warrior than the word warrior. But the two is very important. Both prayer and word is very important. I'm just talking about this in the area of just reading Bible, but it's more than that. There are in different area aspects. Meaning that, for you, see, if you have to go to work to, to make to make money, you have to sacrifice. All I telling you sacrifice your sleep. No matter if you sleep late, no matter how late you sleep. Work starts 8 o'clock or 8.30 or 7. You have to wake up. It's maybe an hour early to shower and then go. It's like a sacrifice you do. Right? What, uh, no matter... If it, it's someone a not have wisdom. Okay, let's just be sleeping early. Right? Because those things are there. Just think about what tied me to this thing. Right? There's, there's a tie between me and them going to work. Why, can't I, why couldn't I just say, oh, I don't feel like going to work? Even though some of us will say, like, will say that, oh, I don't feel like going to work today. Oh, but no matter how much you complain about, I don't feel like you will go to work. Or let's say you don't feel like, and then you say you look sick days. No problem. How many sick days do you have in a year? Some commonly don't give more than five. But you have 365 days in a year. I, mean, I don't know how many working days we have in a year. Maybe 107 or so. 365. Maybe it's, there's more than work, 100 working days. Yeah, there has to be more than 100 now. What am I saying? Out of 365. <laughs> Out of that, you can only use at least, I don't know, maybe now they are giving more than 5 six days. I know me. When I entered Canada, it was 3 or six days, I know. Now, the company I work for they give us 5. But I know my company is backward when it comes to uh, all the sick days and vacation and all those but I don't know if any other uh, company or well, let me not say they are backward they are not backward it's just that they are catching up with the the system but the I don't know how many sick days any or any company can give maybe it's maybe it's um, maybe it's five I don't know if five but I don't know if they give more than that but some can even give you personal days. And maybe there's sick days, personal days, then vacation. Even if you combine all of that. I know you, don't, you won't use your vacation for days you don't feel like going to, to work. Unless you max maybe sick days. But if you really, really want to go to Cancun or Honolulu, you will know that you don't use your vacation for sick days. Because the more vacation you use, the more less Honolulu you will have. Right? So that's <laughs> so- <laughs> There's a wisdom around those things. So, so you know, all these things we don't think as if it's just there. The the people that set up the system know why they gave five or three sick days. They didn't give more than that. Because they know that everybody, one way or the other, you can just wake up, you literally can wake up every day. I don't feel like going to work and tell them sick day, sick day, sick day. So they know that let's limit this thing. I don't even know me history. Maybe when they actually started, they say you can call any time, And they realized that souls, see souls, eh, souls, so, yes, solo, Sons of men, fear that soul, man. See, you and I, we don't even know what we can do. I don't know what I'll do if they give me 100 sick days. I said, Ah! i you afraid I'm going to work today? I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> it's like three days, I mean. 100 sick days. I don't know. What, but, but that's the thing. That's, see, Son is a mystery to God, is a mystery to Satan, is a mystery to men. Okay. So, so soul is a mission to himself mm-hmm. he doesn't, doesn't even know what can I do, how can I be what, can I, what should I uh, just, uh, just, uh, what, 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 what just happened, how did this happen what, what's going on here not, uh, I mean technically it could be the devil because it could be the program that is there that we don't know and it's the handiwork of the devil but who did it <laughs> devil, the person that did it is not the devil and devil did not live where he was. You know, devil is not everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And devil can't be handling everybody personally at the same time. No, now. He can only be dealing with one person, but at a time. Mm-hmm. So Satan would deal with people that if <laughs> he feels that some people are very very dangerous. Hey, we deal with them. I fe- I fe- and. I, mean, I and that's why I look at. it. We want to look at who devil. This was just a side chat, yeah. But we can just just a thought. See, see the temptation of Jesus. Demon did not orchestrate it. Um, principality did not do it. Wickedness in high place did not do it. It is Satan. <laughs> Satan personally, himself,
0: because, came. A
1: special yeah, because this person you are looking at a special soul. So this one is different. It's not like god that men. So Satan can't be everywhere. So, the, so let me say, by the time he was tempting Jesus. Satan is not tempting somebody here, somewhere else. Right? So now, if all of us are here and something is wrong, all of us can't be saying it is the work of Satan. No, Satan can only deal with one person. So maybe everybody in the com- uh, company is now saying something is wrong, ah, something is wrong with everybody there. So so, I mean, okay, what is the problem with Satan? Hmm, Satan, yeah, it's the work of Satan. Understand Satan, understand his works, understand what he does. Mm-hmm. So there's a reason why they call him the priest of the power of the air. It's to ensure that whether he's there or not, what he will make you do, still do it. So of course that is not everywhere. So you need to, you need the wisdom. And really that's why he created the world. What we call the world is to is to enforce the writing of Satan's life upon souls, But let me move further because of time. I've I've spent a lot of time here. Um, uh, What was my last thought before I jumped here? I think I was talking about um, seriousness when it comes to the the things of God. And I'm just using the Bible as an example. If you want something eh, and you want something so bad, you go for it. The same way you go for to walk. Whether you are you feeling sick or not even some of us when we are sick we still go because when we think about <laughs> I don't know I don't know why there's so much example in this area. <laughs> I just thought of salt <laughs> you know it's just the matter of way souls behave. Mm-hmm. Eh? When it comes to this sick day you know when you have money and you are working in a company
0: mm-hmm.
1: eh? it can be a problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you feel you have money you have a lot of saving and you don't feel like going to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can just say, I'm not going to work today. Sorry, I can't come to the office. The, if you ask, what's the drive? It's not because Holy Ghost convinced you. And you are so much under the presence of the anointing. That you're like, I'm under the presence. No office, please. I will not be able to come today. No. It's just a feeling. of ah. I'm like, I'm going to work today, Jerry." You no know, wonder the soul is making that decision. There are all things the soul checks before he says, sends that email. it mm-hmm. may not, the, the show may not tell the brother or sister he's talking to about not going to work. But I think the soul check. The soul will already quickly check. Do I have money in my account? Okay, there's enough. But let's not say maybe you are living from paycheck to paycheck. You will first of all think about ah, if I don't go to work today, mm-hmm. that is minus $35. It's more than that. That's, say, that's minus $120. <laughs> If i don't have around 30 dollars by the end of this month they're going to be problem mm-hmm. so no matter what you struggle and go but if you have money you have savings you can just you can just trust in that savings and say oh hi how you doing uh, office i don't feel, I, I don't think i'll be able to make it to the office today mm-hmm. there's something you trust in mm-hmm. there's something the soul is is there's something the soul is resting on to make such a decision it's a kind of life too. Yeah. It's a life that the soul, there's, there's something the soul wants to enjoy, endure. So sometimes, I think it's also a way, or maybe a wisdom that God gave, uh, but let me just put it this way. Maybe a wisdom, maybe, maybe not God, maybe the company realize that for, 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 for income to increase, every worker should be performing. They realize that everybody is disappearing. Oh yeah now, first five days. So what that is to really force men to come to work. Simple, if, and if you leave every soul, right? If you leave every soul, nobody will want to walk. That's the truth of the matter. As long as there's, there's manner. The of mm-hmm. nobody will want it. to work. Walk. But some, walking sometimes is a way it's a way of God that you dealing with souls of men. It's a way, right? So some all of us should walk. Is unless God has called you to full time ministry, we have full time. Because that—that is work. Oh. Ah, it's work. work. It's work ahead. <laughs> that's that's another thing. It be this Fu, full-time ministry is another I, I, thing. Because what you said, something I was <laughs> thinking one day like that too. Because everybody yeah. thinks maybe full-time ministry is not is actually a walk because mm-hmm. it's not bees. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
1: did you should you see pastors carrying it Bible,
0: <laughs>
1: walking up there, especially those. I know the funny thing is they, talk, they, don't, they don't have, they don't have a, the assurance of money flowing. See all those ministries you see maybe that they now have money, you think that's, that's how they started. Mm-hmm. There were times they were in wilderness, they will carry Bible, I you see, when you, where you see people with Bible, dry Bible with shoes, dry, walking, go to preach the gospel. But you that are walking you are sure that money will come. They, they will go preach the gospel for so-so to be saved and then when they are, when they are going, thank you, they will give them thank you sir for coming. God bless you. That's their payment. And they can't complain. If you go to work today and they don't pay you, you can <laughs> cook c- send letter to your child. What's going on? <laughs> uh I didn't receive payments today. is that it? You should be even telling them I have rights.
0: Yeah.
1: Why is why is there ah please so and they too they'll be afraid because you can you can take them to ah oh sorry you didn't get it. Ah all right, ah, sorry, let's quickly ah, we are going to work on it now, but very soon they'll get it. They will resolve the problem. But the pastors they can't they have to trust it's short that's the main work. That one that one is by faith, to, pastors are desire to live by faith, faith oh, serious ones. And you can't say because of that, you're not gonna do it well. Ah. Mm-hmm. If you say, eh, don't do it well, they will everyone just remove you quickly. Hey, okay, alright, alright, okay. Bye You see, people in the world, when they suck people, they, say, they, 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 they will still be paying, and then ah, some behavior, okay, like, okay, right, ah, it's like this, we are not compatible, bye-bye, take your sack letter, but, Mommy. everyone, they are not pay you, I'm not going to, ah, yeah, you're not going to work, okay, no problem, they won't even tell you, they won't even give you, uh, no, no, they'll give you, they give you sack letter without notice, mm-hmm. Then you are like that. Ah, wait, something is happening. Something is just a fountain is just drying out. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And then, if the person is not uh, faithful, you they, they, they see the soul begin to move into other things. Mm-hmm. In that is the strength, stretched to create making sure funds is coming in. And but um, those ones by their fruit, we shall know them. But, anyways, because of that, let me move further. So, so serious. Um, mm-hmm. the things about the things of God should be taken seriously mm-hmm. because life is a mm-hmm. serious matter. Nobody should joke with it. Mm -hmm. It is very important. Life is essential. Mm -hmm. We should, our posture towards life should be with all seriousness. Mm -hmm. The same way we give diligence to our our natural work, Mm -hmm. we should give diligence also to spiritual things. Mm -hmm. We should, just just because uh, the spiritual is not glaring like work. The same way, see, the same way you don't get paid if you don't work. It's the same way it is, spiritual. Mm. just that the system is not working. Payment, nobody can gain life without effort. Mm. It's not easy to hunger and test. Mm. Do you think it's only only Ghost that will create hunger and testing? Mm. It can, yeah, no problem. But there's another, there's another, there's something you have to add on top of that. It is your own desire, too. Yes. No, see, only Ghost cannot make you desire. And hunger and test if there is no desire in you at all. So, most of the time, when I pray for believers, I just pray that maybe the God group Paradventure.
0: Per-
1: no, Sometimes it's electric shock they are doing for believers to get them to the point where they hunger and test. Lord, we want more. We want more. There's, imagine it's just purely by the Spirit. There's nothing that has to do with you. It is clear the moment you are hungry right now, Lord, I'm hungry for you. And they just remove spirit, right? Honestly, the next thing you'll be doing is not go and be looking for God. The next thing you'll be doing is oh, ah, the first thing that clouds our mind is what we eat and drink by default. Mm -hmm. So the moment our own, we we don't actually give our own act towards the looking for life, Mm -hmm. there's not much only God can do. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm not saying God is not, there's nothing God can't do. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm just emphasizing the aspect of us, there is, there, if if we don't take action, we, there is most like not most likely, we won't really reap reward in the yeah. Spirit. And part of the teaching that Egan was teaching, especially when it comes to the receiving of the Spirit, was teaching, say, when the Spirit comes upon you, the Holy Spirit will not use your mouth to speak in tongue. He yeah. was teaching believers, you so say you will have to open your mouth and speak. Ah. So, just to see that example, I think summarizes what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Meaning that, yes, there is, the, uh, there is the presence of the Spirit to make you as the Spirit gives you utterance. The Spirit will give utterance. This God yeah. can push you. Mm-hmm. But, apart from giving you the push mm-hmm. to decide to move, is that even we can be stronger than the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You, know what, you know when somebody is trying to push you, you can start getting back. Like, mm-hmm. and resisting. It's possible. Yeah. In short, that happens a lot to most believers That have received the uh, uh, the Holy Spirit and won't speak in Mm.
0: tongues.
1: Why? Because the way they are thinking about it is too mechanical. Mm. There is no faith. There is no there is no shift between moving from the Spirit to them, whereby they would oh, Spirit gives utterance. Let me use my mouth and speak. The same way the Holy Spirit can't pray for you. Mm -hmm. You would ah okay. Let me rephrase that. The same way the Holy Spirit can't. Use your mouth to pray by himself. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because if the Holy Spirit wants you to pray, and you are feeling, or let's say, especially that, like I says, with groanings, say the Holy Spirit pet our infirmities. Uh-huh, Helped us to pray, because the Holy Spirit prayed. Uh-huh. When I say the Holy Spirit is praying, it's true, only God is praying, you But how is he praying? Is he praying in some inaudible in, in audible place? No. Say with groanings, who's groaning? It's you. If Holy Spirit is giving you groanings and you're not groaning, who's praying? So it's not possible. That there is, let me put this with there is some aspect of every believer that has to do with desire, hunger, and thirst. Amen. So the thing of the, of the things of God, we should take it seriously. We should, I know you know, Satan part of where he specializes is making sure that believers don't study their Bible, they don't pray, they don't enjoy, and the reason is because and if, if okay, let me put insight into this in a way. Perhaps we don't maybe because we don't see it that way, we may not understand. Okay, but we just see reading Bible praying, fellowship. What Satan wants to stop is fellowship. Hmm. As long as Satan can stop fellowship, you will be devoid of life. If Satan can stop any believer from fellowshipping, it will stop life entirely. Because fellowship is an important aspect of the flow of life. It's very important. So, when we get born again, and we give ourselves to study, to pray, what we are actually starting is fellowship. That's it. It's fellowship. That's the beginning of fellowship. That's the beginning of relationship with God. No, I, oh, Lord, I love you. Okay, how do I start a relationship with you? Okay, I need to read my Bible, start praying, then start communing with the Spirit, right? So that's why all those, what we call religion, started where, you know, our prayer will tell us, read your Bible, pray every morning. It's not, is what they are training us is how to fellowship. That's the training there, it's fellowship. And you now realize that that's what Believers carry about. If any believer does not have the foundation of fellowship, they can't grow in fellowship. It's as simple as that. Because fellowship is something that can be built upon, fellowship is something that can increase. There is a fellowship that can come from just the anointing upon a believer, right? Because as you are reading your Bible, as you are praying, i can come upon you. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. And then, things can begin to open inside Scripture. Okay. Oh, I need to be reading my Bible every day. Now that's, those are the things the Holy Ghost emphasize. Oh, when I'm dealing with things in the world, I'm not supposed to be coming from a place of sadness. Mm. I'm not supposed to be coming from a place of anger. I'm not supposed to be coming from a place of... Jealousy. Oh, okay. all right, awesome. All those things, they're just preparations of the way. They're just preparing the way. In the believer, preparing the way. Right? Every believer is designed to live by the unction. We're not designed to live outside the unction. It is Satan that actually removed the unction from men. I believe in a way, there must have been some provision of the unction for Adam in the garden. Uh, and, you, and you can tell by the statement he made when he, he, was, he was already falling, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then God called on to him. He said, Adam, where are I down? He said, ah, I want to eat my face. He said, I heard your voice mm-hmm. walking in the garden. And of course, what he's talking about is not, not something as physical that will say, okay, somebody just talked. See, so it's a voice walking. It's a walking voice. That that thing is an, is an inward walk. If, if there is no inward walk inside Adam, you he can't hear that voice. It's not possible. Because the, that voice walking in the garden is a provision for to lead the soul. Right? And if it is the soul, that means it has to do with the faculties of his inward. Things that are inside of him. So definitely he had unction in a way. Of course, not that you know he has fallen and then God is trying mm-hmm. to have to give us spirit, mm-hmm. right? And part of why we will say he has unction in a way is because what brought life into him mm-hmm. was actually by the is, is a form of the unction. is a form of the spirit, why? Because it's breath. And we know that the breath of God is is called breath, it's God's spirit, it's the my yeah, that's a Greek word. Oh, yeah. I think it's nefesh. It's nefesh, right? There's breath, right? So there's a, there's a there's a there's a, the in work. The work is inside of him. Is by the spirit too? It's a, a working of the spirit, right? God created the word by the spirit. I, I I hope by saying this, we are seeing the importance of the ministry of the spirit. Just, just this this things I am just saying, right? But we will go further. We will take the things of God seriously. Okay, let me move further and journey further. Okay. I'm beginning to round up. So I guess I'll get to the, the the exact message. I don't I don't maybe it's God's wisdom all the time that we have right. to talk a lot before we not get to the main thing mm. and then okay, all right, fine, awesome. Praise the Lord. Mm. So Amen. Let me now see the direction God will help for us to move into the into the thought. Mm. Amen. I think I can build on this fellowship thing I'm talking about. Amen. Mm. So fellowship, right? Mm. That was initiated when we get born again, it's something that ought to grow. Right? So, first of all, cultured by the anointing upon, they also ought to grow in fellowship by the anointing within. And that one is a whole different game and walkings and, 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 what's that word? Demonstration entirely. Right. The way it's demonstrated is different. See, so, I'm, I'm seeing somehow now that, see, all those demonstrations of the Spirit upon where he can, you know, rest upon a cloth, he can heal the same, all those things. I'm saying that there's there's also an inward work of those kind of things. But the way it is, it is just different. It is for the purpose of teaching. So he can, I don't know how you do it, but you know, they can be teaching inwardly by the unction, which can be a miracle. It is a miracle. There, there are workings of miracles that is by the inward workings of the unction. But when you begin to see the workings of the unction from within, what you begin to see is you begin to grow in fellowship. Begin to grow in fellowship. Begin to grow in fellowship. Because when they introduce you to the unction within, which will begin to teach you and me, the, the reason why it's teaching you and me is not just to just talk about things randomly, right? Just like, oh, Anantia, I'm just about you, about this scripture today. Okay, there, there are workings of that. There's, there's actually, oh! I felt that like, while well, I was talking about fellowship before, I feel like I've not really talked in depth about it regarding the workings of fellowship. Right? I was just talking about the importance and that aspect. But there are workings of, of, the, of fellowship, growing in fellowship, which is by the unction, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the activity of the seventh spirit of God. And I know that's where we stopped on Saturday, right? But because I, I was just about to explain that—that that just give us insight into that an aspect of the spirit in there. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this—the the way they write upon it, so is by the spirit. Mm-hmm. The, way you, the way the way the spirit writes is by teaching. If the spirit is good, I mean, I mean, see, it's just bringing something spiritual into something we can relate within the natural if the Holy Spirit is going to write upon you and me how is He going to do it? i you going to feel something moving like water and then upon our hearts we'll just be feeling anointing oh Lord I cry to you the Lord has written upon me today no the, God, the Lord doesn't write like that it is by t- because what, what, you talk about, uh, what you talk about writings it has to do with words mm. <laughs> the, the judge using not trying to explain it right it has to do with, mm. with a, a speaking, a language, a, a writing is a something tangible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they write is what is it is what has to be taught. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Now, when the the unction begins to teach, it won't teach outside. It won't, okay, it, the unction can teach you all things, it can teach you about your job. It can teach you about your work, about well, job, yeah. It can teach you about school. It can teach you about anything you want to do. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the scripture, uh, God is not discriminatory. Mm-hmm. He says, whatever your hand finds to do. Right? right. Mm-hmm. See, so if, if, if it is whatever your hand finds to do, mm-hmm. it's whatever. Right. means, and whatever everybody finds to do is not the same. Mm-hmm. So that means there must be a location of the Holy Ghost in everybody. To teach them concerning everything they have to do. In sure, there's nothing you want to do in this world, the Holy Ghost is unknown. Why? Mm-hmm. It was it was the one <laughs> that created the world. Right? When God was creating the heaven and the earth, the spirit was moving well, let's say the earth. Right? The spirit was moving upon the waters. It was the spirit that was moving. And God said, Let there be. So of course, He has the wisdom about every single thing. There's nothing anybody that wants to do on the earth that was surprising. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit can teach. Concerning that, but that's not the main work that he has to do. Mm-hmm. Or if he's going to teach you about all those things, there is still an inward working mm-hmm. that has to be in place first, mm-hmm. right? And that inward working is the life of revelation. What a believer lives by revelation, revealed. And living by revelation, you can't live by revelation without having fellowship. Revelation does not flow to you outside fellowship.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the sincere truth. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't... I hope I we know that I'm still talking about life here. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Still, it's still life we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, the unction can't give, give revelation outside fellowship. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the foundation of fellowship is you know, communion, relationship. Why, by, you are thinking about the Lord. You are worshiping, just praying in your heart, reading the Bible. And you're not just reading your Bible as just fulfilling all righteousness, right? You are reading the Bible for an actual fellowship, for a relationship with the maker, with the person that created the heavens and the earth, right? And when we do that, then the spirit of God can begin to move upon the waters. Of the word uh-huh. you know the when you read scripture, uh-huh. right? Sometimes the scripture refer to it as waters. Uh-huh. They need oh ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. Amen. Uh-huh. I know this see this water thing. Uh-huh. The, the, the scripture talks a lot about water differently, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but it's just something I'm just saying here uh-huh. and now concerning uh-huh. waters, uh-huh. amen. See. The Spirit of the Lord move upon the waters. Scripture is actually called water. So when the Spirit of the Lord move upon the waters, then what do we see in Genesis? Then creation began. Then the Lord said, then the Lord said, then the Lord said. See, the Spirit of the Lord needs to move, begin to move upon the waters of the Scripture. Right? The time it moves upon the water. It's not necessarily the time you are reading it, that's the truth of the matter. You might you, you should have the water and then let the spirit of the Lord move upon it. That's it. Then, how, do you, how can you have the water? You have to read the word now. There's no Holy Spirit will not, like I was saying, I don't know if it was on Tuesday, cannot take because by the design, is the one that you know, he's the one that wrote the scripture. It just inspired, men were inspired, he wrote. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God mm-hmm. is the one that wrote this water, which is the word. Now, so the scripture tells us in Ephesians, I believe, chapter 5. So when it was talking about washing of the water by the word, mm-hmm. right? So you can have that. Uh... Ah! Oh, my God. I'm seeing scriptures, but I don't know how to talk about them. God help me! But I'll just follow. I'll just. I will not rush. I'll just flow and see how. But where I really want to go is talking about spirit of revelation, right? But what I'm just talking about is just the manner in which it comes. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, the word of God, the scripture calls it waters. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, every believer should have that water inside them. How? By fellowship. You will read, we study, then we meditate. Amen. We meditate upon the word. Now you see, when you read the word, especially, right? just read it, and you leave it like that. And don't study. It doesn't stay too much. Mm. And, you see, let's check it. Most of the scripture... That you remember, and I remember all of the time. Are not the ones you just read passively and disappeared. Mm. They are the ones somehow they have an anchor in you.
0: Mm.
1: How did you have an anchor? It means they it had a mark. It has a mark, meaning that there's some time when your inward was able to relate with it, mm-hmm. and when you was able to relate with it is why it stayed. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we relate with it. Most of the time, when we are meditating on it, yeah. Yeah. meditating on it, meditating on it. Mm. Now, it was when, when the spirit of revelation began. Mm. It's when I appreciated everything I've learned when I was small. Mm. Mm. How? I had the water inside of me I, know me. I didn't even know I had any of the water there. Why? Because while I was going to church, my mother was forcing me to go. Because I know every time we're about to go to church, every Sunday I'm sad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem is that when we go to church, we won't come home early. And we'll be hungry. Uh-huh. Force uh, fasting by
0: force.
1: Some, I think I don't even know. How to go, but maybe sometimes we used to eat before going. But sometimes we don't even eat anymore. So, but it's rare. It's, yeah, it's rare. But I remember eating bread and egg to, before we go to church. Sometimes because uh, sometimes they're not done. Like they just like well, get ready. Well, let's go. And then we we'll all go. So all the memory verse. That they were forcing me to read all the children Sunday, that they will come here, oh, yeah, me. and me and my friends, they give us things to study. They will come and recite them, and now I realize that the way I memorized them, even or let's say like we cram, mm-hmm. is by meditating. Mm-hmm. That's true. But we, think, but we thought we are just memorizing. It's meditating. It's, it's a form. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's a is a less intense form of meditation. Why? We are reading it. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice. Mm-hmm. They look it. Okay. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again. Rejoice. You that's correct it, rejoice in the Lord always, I say it again, rejoice. I'm quote exactly from that same this is from that same Bible. Philippians 4 4. Till now it has not gone the way. Philippians 4 for, for rejoice in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. That's what that's my motive They asked me to come and recite in one of the children's church Sunday. It's there. All of those things, they're not just there because they are not now. I appreciate it. Then I was angry. I was I was vexed. Why oh, would they be forcing me to be doing all these things now? Because they are not, but no, are many verses we were reading. There, there was another one, some scriptures that I learned by songs, right? Yes. But, but I know it was scripture, yeah. but were songs. So my son, the attention to my word was a song. It's actually Dumweng. Mm-hmm. That's how I got to learn that verse. So when it cause sings Bible verses. Mm-hmm. So when I was small, that time my mother would be playing the song, and then you know I'll, if it's just a, if I know it was just a random song, I won't pay attention. Mm-hmm. But somehow inside of me, I knew. oh that's scripture. So I went to the Bible. I found it. Oh, my son, give attention to my word. Incline your hands to my saying. Do not let them depart from here for the life to those who find. And that's how I got to know the song and the the verse. And I know many, many, many descriptions. I did not know that time that I was actually putting waters. I was drinking, I was drinking waters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was drinking waters. So we think, see, there's nothing natural about reading your Bible. Mm -hmm. See, this Bible is powerful. Mm -hmm. Too powerful. There is nothing... Every time a believer carries their Bible and Mm reads, I can tell you, Satan is not happy. You will rather you don't have the waters inside of you. Because the water... See, if you have water means the unction within you can fall. the thing is water uh, there's no way you talk about water you won't talk about life yeah. that's the truth of the matter in short every city every country no not country every city every major city is by a water mm. you can't have life without water for the, like, do I, see Winnipeg you get water yes. the water all of us are drinking is red river right there Maybe they have is there that is the Red River that's colour. Like and it's a simbolo too I mean. Is it not the one that cut out of the, the Red River that is a end of the day? They mix to be but at the end of the day yeah. it's still they water. And there is no way there will be if if we don't have a major source of water like this, you realize that the city won't really, 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 really be situated here. Mm. They will find a water source. I think it's in Nigeria that we do, maybe we don't care about water, but I think somehow we do. Mm. Because how will you get a water without a well? Mm. They do care about because mm. Because you know, when I was in Nigeria, I did not even realize any of the patterns. Just know we live somewhere, we dig ground, we find mm. water. Mm. See, but the thing is, the water you find on ground, mm. it didn't just come from the sky. Mm. It is water, it is still linked to the waters in the oceans, maybe not the ocean, the rivers, the waters around the city. Why? Well, because those all this Syrian river is actually under the ground.
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: it will flow from that river, it will go into the soil, and you can have channels underground where the water flows. Sometimes, when you have oil in the oil field, you see you see water first before oil. Where did the water come from? Right? So, literally, there are pockets of hen. So, even in the desert, you can find maybe a little water, it, is still, it, has a, it still has a source. But maybe, maybe there's a wisdom God did where he ca- uh, crafted water underground. But the truth of that is, the water will dry out once you are finished fetching the water. But where, you now realize that wells don't run dry unless, unless the water source itself is gone. That's it. Wells don't run dry. That's the reason why you can have well that back in Nigeria. We have well water where <laughs> the reason why we will leave it, it would uh as sec- it secret, it will secrete water, but it's because it will secrete water into the well. Because we dig where we heat water. Once they heat water, they'll stop digging so that the water that they heat is flowing into the well. So when you fetch water, you've taken out. You need to leave it for some time mm-hmm. to replenish and then you keep fetching sometimes when we have fetched the water and the water is not we'll leave it we won't pump because we will pump we will just be pumping air mm-hmm. so we we'll leave it to for the water level to rise so we can pump out of it but all i'm saying is that water is essential for life and the scripture calls water life mm-hmm. in short when you when you hear in the book of Revelation, when you begin to hear things, you see they, they called water the water of life. Mm-hmm. Right? He's talking about the nature of water, and every human being, yeah, you can't survive if you don't have water in your system. Meaning that remove water from everything, what you have to see is dead men bones. You know when you have a, a dead a dead body, does not have water, right? Because everything water, everything blood, they will suck it out. Right Now, the spirit of the Lord. Oh, me, so I, I believe I've established this aspect of you no, know, just studying our Bible, mm-hmm. fellowshiping, the, imp, the importance of it. You are not just doing it because it's a religious thing to do. No. That is the foundation for your relationship with your maker. Mm-hmm. Without the word, see, everybody, even though maybe you say, okay, I, I meditate on the word, but the word you meditate mm-hmm. on came from the, from the Bible you're reading. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, What you need is you need to see this Bible. Mm -hmm. We should should see it differently. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Scripture, we should see it differently. We should not see it as just... See, don't relate with Scripture like religion. Mm -hmm. Don't. Take it as your key Mm -hmm. to the maker. So when you are reading it, know that it is somebody you are fellowshipping with. Mm -hmm. So when you are reading your Bible, what you are just doing is you are drinking the water of life. But, but it may not have become water of life to you yet. Mm. But you are still drinking water because it will still sweet for you, small. Sometimes you are sad. Mm-hmm. So that's no the reason why I say it's not yet fully water of life is that when you are drinking it sometimes you feel happy, like sometimes like you feel sad. Mm-hmm. So the feeling you have about it is not a factor of what it's not a factor to define what it is. Mm-hmm. When you are drinking it and you are happy or you are sad, does not make it any less a water of life.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that. yeah, so it's not by
1: the feelings. It does by watch so every time you approach Bible know that you are you, what you are approaching is a door into a world it's a door and there's I know we'll be, all of us have been reading Bible before yes it's awesome but we'll still continue reading Bible right this scripture is the foundation for fellowship so when you now begin to read it uh-huh, you are drinking the water. Then the time will come, the spirit of the Lord will begin to move upon the waters. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Now, when the spirit of the Lord begins to move upon the waters, that is when you are what engaged in fellowship. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the thing about fellowship is it is two way, mm-hmm. it can be by you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it can be by the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time we think about fellowship, we just think, uh, ah, I wait for the anointed to move upon me. Yes, no, uh, ah, you for don't die, finish. Yeah. Don't wait. You don't uh, wait for. You don't wait for the spirit to move And yeah. Now, let me explain what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I said there's a time spirit will move upon the water. That's when Holy Ghost is activate. the the unction within is being activated yeah. upon
0: yes,
1: uh, within. I mean, mm-hmm. you begin to move upon the waters. For the purpose of... What he's doing is for the purpose of fellowship. Mm. He wants to woo you into his world. Mm. Then what what will do? He'll begin to bring scriptures to you. Mm. Now, what is really these scriptures? Mm. Scripture is really the mind of God. Mm. Now, I'm not saying the mind of God in the past. Mm. Not because it has been written, right? Oh, this is what God wants for us. No, I'm not talking about the mind of God in the past. I'm talking about the mind of God now Mm. and tomorrow and forever. Mm. Meaning that this scripture is an access into a world where things are living. Continuously living. There's a continuous flow of life. Now, if, you want, if God wants to talk to you now, it will either be by an understanding or by the word. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. God can talk to you outside the understanding of scripture. So if he has established something to you by understanding, he can so that's where maybe you say, Ha, ah, I should not do this. So okay. Where did that come from? It's an understanding. It's a writing upon your conscience that's already there. So God can talk to you there. So when you feel, oh, I slap I shouldn't slap. So you can't just say it's not the word because you're not reading it at that time. It's the word. Because what God was able to use to speak to you, ah, you shouldn't have slapped that person. It doesn't sound like scripture, right? But it's based on an understanding. Yeah. When he's telling you that, you will know why you shouldn't have. In short term, sometimes when God is talking to you,
0: yeah. you
1: are hearing the voice of the Spirit. Yeah. You, what, what you begin to hear is yes. the movement of Scripture. Yes.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Mm-hmm. In short, Scripture is what arranged yeah. mm-hmm. to give you an instruction. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have slapped that person. Yeah. Do you know that somebody is? split second means there are different scriptures which yeah. God has used to as mm-hmm. is arranged yeah. as judgment yeah. for yeah. you. Ah. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's, pos- it's possible to be a working bible mm. Mm. which is good I, 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 see I would, anybody that be a working bible I love it yeah, I want to be a working bible meaning that from Genesis to Revelation I should be able, I, if I, I, I want to be able to quote Genesis Revelation from my heart mm. but that's not the beauty of it, it that's the beginning Because without us, like I said, drinking the water, the Spirit can't move upon the water. So when the Spirit begins to move is when revelation begins. Ah! And when revelation begins, we are full of joy.
0: Yes, sir.
1: See, when the Spirit of the Lord begins to move upon the water, what you begin to drink is joy. Then the Scripture is fulfilled, which says, with joy, Will you what? Will you draw waters out of the wells of salvation? You draw water out of the well? That well must be within you. Then, what happens when the spirit is moving upon the um, upon your upon the waters of your heart, or upon the waters of the word in your heart, is that you begin to draw? So, is I don't know this kind of activity where you already drank water, but they will fetch again to give you to drink again. But this time that they are drawing the water, because when they draw it, they're not just drawing it to throw it away and they let go. They are drawing it to actually give you to drink again. So when they draw it out and get to drink means to regurgitate. You that's now that time. Don't refuse the ministry of the Spirit. Don't be too busy cooking. Don't be too busy washing. Don't be too busy walking. That. When the anointing brings about the drawing of the waters, Mm. you can't pay attention to it. If you are always pushing, see, that activity, when I'm less busy, you will never fellowship. You will never access life. Mm -hmm. That is the truth. Mm -hmm. You have to be free. Mm. Now, what am I saying? You can't be You can't be too. What's that word to use? Mm. How's that word? Okay. I'm just trying to say you can't be too detached from the world and be too busy with many things and expect Mm -hmm. to fellowship. See, Mm -hmm. you can be doing many things, Mm -hmm. but don't break fellowship. You're not supposed to be too, too occupied mm-hmm. with your soul, with mm-hmm. many things. Mm-hmm. So you can't. This is what I'm trying to say. You can do things without using your soul. Yes, sir. What you should use your soul for is for life. You can, you can, you can go to work. You can cook. You can sweep. You can. What else? What do we do? Women cook what do men do you watch watch show football mm-hmm. ah that's crucial. We watch over football okay we can watch football but not with our soul you yes. can enjoy the football mm-hmm. and so we don't watch football because we don't watch football like that mm-hmm. i watch Highlight, cause I, <laughs> because I, because I because i think that I, I feel the minutes is too much it's too mm-hmm. long <laughs> but, but i used to watch it I used to, but I don't know what happened. I just I just stopped. So I just watch highlights. But I love it. I love I love soccer so much. I love soccer. That's the funny thing. I love soccer, but I can't sit down and watch it.
0: It's
1: too long now. The interest is, I just I just feel like I don't have the interest, I don't have the Yeah. But I go to play soccer. I can go and play soccer. But the thing is there are, there is a way, it's a posture, right? And you can pray for grace. For that posture, mm-hmm. where you can be doing many things, but not with your soul. Yeah. In short, a sign that you are beginning to come into life, that you are be- you are able to begin to detach your soul from things. Where you where you put things? You know, we you can put our soul in yeah. uh, food, cloth, ha- uh, mm-hmm. car. There's, see, there's nothing you can. Your soul can. Re- the same way only ghost can rest upon a kerchief. Yes, the same way your soul can rest upon anything. Mm-hmm. I only God can just descend upon this TV now. I mean, it don't take so. It can. Mm-hmm. But our, our soul can also descend yeah. where, where you are, just. But, but here's the simple scripture to just explain that. Mm-hmm. Wherever, your heart, wherever your treasure is, mm-hmm. there will your heart be. Mm-hmm. So, where should our treasure be? Mm-hmm. It is in the world that this Bible opens up. Mm-hmm. Hey, what am I supposed to do? I have to round up, okay? Because mm. we have the next ten minutes. I don't have to round up. Mm. Ah no, uh, I don't know I have I have cautions. Mm. That two o'clock, we used to caution is small, but but ten minutes, let's hope ten minutes. Mm. But I don't know. Are we, are we blessed at all? I am I saying something? Did I say something? Did I say something useful? Yes, sir. Okay. So, the the culture of life. What what what? what you talk about life. This is how life comes. It's a revelation. So you can't what oh you're talking about life. Are we maybe maybe we've been doing this before? Yeah. Whether we read our Bible, we pray, we actually have a fellowship with the word. Awesome, beautiful. Yeah. That because I'm talking about that aspect, yeah. we can see that thing we can grow
0: yeah. in it.
1: Now what, 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 what I'm saying we can grow is that that thing can increase. Right? Mm -hmm. From just Mm marrying to to fellowshipping. But there's... ah. Okay. I don't think I've read scripture since. So... Hmm? I was quoting. (laughs) Okay. I'm hoping I'll find a scripture now. But where we are going, where I wanted to us to read is two scriptures: Ephesians one and First John chapter one, right? But I'm just, I'm just hoping. I don't like when I don't read scriptures. Okay, but well, maybe we we'll wait. But I don't want to finish this without reading Bible. So. Let's go to Okay. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Ah! Should we go there? Should we go there? Because I'm talking about okay. Okay, let, 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 let me continue from there and then I, and then I'll see. So I've talked about the relationship with scripture. Right? Why it's important. Now, the word of God, the reason why it's important again, because before maybe when we get born again and we're reading our Bible, like I was saying earlier, it seems like religion, something we just do. No. It's an introduction into a word, like I said, is a key, is a passage. Now, these scriptures that we read, is what is the mind of God. Right? if it is the mind of God, it means that inside it, you can know God's will. Right? We can know God's will. Now, but you can't just, ah! I have to be careful here, in the sense that when I say, I can't just know God's will, by just reading it. Eggins taught us, right, that the will of God is in the scripture. We like, know what God has written for us. It's good, because it's the foundation. It's, that's part of what, see, when we read all these things, that like I said, yeah. you are drinking waters.
0: Yeah. It's
1: milk. That aspect is milk, right? Because before we started learning knowledge, which is for the purpose of strength, we, there's something we need to be doing. Right, which is the foundation for the preparation now. The reason so when fellowship begins is to move us into uh-huh, maybe let me say it this way move us into the word of God to know God's will. Now, the other will we learned before most of the time is usually our the what is it, the will of God relating to our life in the sense that. It has, it has nothing to do with God, but more about us. In the make of the world, you see that we grow a lot in that. For example, your healing. What God has said about your healing, you realize that it's not God's healing, it's your healing. Your provision, you realize it's not God's provision, it's your own. So, what is God's will concerning this job? Is it God that's going to do the job? No. What is God's will about who I'm about to marry? Is it God that's going to marry the person? No. What is God's will? So all of us are talking about different... Oh, God's will, God's will, God's will, God's will, God's will. It's not all those things are not really what God's will is. Right? Mm -hmm. When we talk about that, we're talking more about the leading of the spirit. Mm -hmm. That's that. But when you talk about God's will, it's a different thing entirely from your, your, your healing, your destiny, all those things. All things we pack together. When you talk about God's will, is a knowledge. God's will is what is... God's will is what God wants to do. Because it is His will. Amen? So, this scripture that we read is what opens us up into God's mind. The Holy Ghost it is, is, needs to open that mind to you and me. In scriptures, in the word. So all the Bible verse we have been reading in years and times and time before, Holy Spirit can just begin to bring them up. It will wake them up. It's drawing water out of the well. And when it wakes them up, it will connect it and tell you, this scripture actually has a brother. This scripture has a sister. This scripture has an uncle an auntie. Yeah. Check them. Why? For the purpose of establishing the knowledge of him. Yeah. Mm. Right? What so when that happens, mm. is an activity, is what we call the ministry of Revelation. So the same way he begins to do that, to teach you about his things, the same way the anointing can lift and be teaching you about the job you want to take, mm. the house you want to buy, mm.
0: the
1: the food you want to cook. What else? He can start talking to you about things concerning your life. But we need that. Though that's the ministry of it, it's actually fellowship. is when fellowship is in place that all those things happen. And that's the other part of fellowship that I was saying is, it is two ways. When the Spirit of the Lord begins to move upon the water, there's another thing about that water. Ah! Maybe that's what I will read. Hey! I said I was talking about two. But I want to give us something. I know we are blessed, but I want to I want to put this, I want to hang anchor it on something before we go. So that I don't do that we just gist and you know. But when the spirit move upon the waters, right? You also can call the unction to move upon the waters. It's fellowship. Fellowship is two ways, it's not one way. Relation communion is two ways. Now when you say communion. We call fellowship. Fellowship is hey, there's a way I wanted to explain this thing now, but I don't think it's coming to me that way again. Right? When we talk about fellowship, is it's, it's talking about people for a you you can't okay, you can't have a fellowship by one. That's easy <laughs> to have a fellowship. There must be two. There must be two. You can't say. I'm one-person fellowship. It's not possible. Mm. It's not possible. For there to be a fellowship, the minimum number is two.
0: Mm.
1: But you can have more. Mm. But the minimum is two. Right? So one fellowship, one with another. What does fellowship mean? It means, It means it, fellowship is what you call koinonia. Mm. That's that's Fellowship is koinonia, is loving one. There's love between one and other. Ah, I was fellowshipping with the brethren. It? it means you are talking with the brethren. It could be gisting with the brethren, talking about the love of God, talking about the word, gisting, right? And we're just fellowshipping. It means, but fellowship is about something.
0: Right?
1: It's not just something. You can't, you can't they have when there's a fellowship there is a there is a common what's that is it's like a common goal a common so for example you just like fellowship like this now now we all have a common a common goal what's that common goal we all want to just hear from god love we are loving god we want to hear from we want to fellowship with the yeah. lord we want we want god to talk to us all of us wants god yeah, want the life of god we want to get it. They will, hey, we come together for that purpose. Hey, then we have a fellowship. Right. Like in the Lord of the Ring, there's the fellowship of the ring. That's one. I think part one. The fellowship of the ring is a is a group of people escorting the ring to model. So the people escorting the ring is called the fellowship of the ring. So the, the is the fellowship of the ring is those group of people. That are escorting the ring. Means the ring binds all of them together. So when you have fellowship, you have a binding. So there's something that binds one to the other. And what binds is what is, is the common is the common uh, interest. Let me put it that way. Now, when you have fellowship with the spirit, there's a common interest. The common interest is life. Right? So, when you are fellowship with the Lord, right, you are communing with the Spirit, the Spirit is communing with you. Mm-hmm. The, the whole reason for that is for the giving of life, so that we can come into life. That's why we fellowship. I, I know that maybe fellowship has been lost now. See, if not many believers fellowship these days, honestly, check, just ask them. The ministry, you'll be so short. The ministry of revelation is not is not as it's not as active in many believers as you may think. See, if you have it cherished, it. don't play with it. You know what? It doesn't come by easily. See, it is actually that spirit that begin to set the twistedness of the mind when you come to scripture. The reason why all of us we read scripture and we are blind is because there's no fellowship. The ministry, the inward. Not that there's no fellowship because we've been reading the Bible, right? That the the inward, the unction within has not beginning fellowship with believers. So we've had the one upon, the one upon can corrupt. The one upon is not safe by itself. You need the one inward to make the one upon safe. So when believers pray, purpose ask them, why are you reading your Bible? Why are you praying? What do you really want with God? You not check that most of them. Is I, see, if they say it's not, they don't want to love with the world, check something there. There is still a desire for their own thing. It's not really for life. Can somebody just purely read their Bible and pray for the purpose of gaining life? Most people don't know what life is. They feel that like when they read their Bible, that feeling that they feel like, oh wow, Bible is so sweet, that's life. That's not life by itself. It's a, it's, see, that feeling is the unction. But do you don't realize that it's not every time you feel it. So does that mean that when you read it, you don't have you don't have life, and you don't feel that you don't have life? No, because the way life comes is different. The life of God is you not know, something uh, spooky or far fetched. The life of God is tangible. They will teach you it. The unction can teach you. The unction will teach you. Amen. Then what it is teaching, what it is giving is knowledge, right? So when it gives knowledge, what we are coming into is strength. It is called the strength of the Lord, right? Or it is called the joy of the Lord. So one of the things you begin to see is when you are fellowshiping and the, the spirit is beginning to move upon the waters, you begin. To, you see that there is some joy that comes into. In short, that joy is what drives some of us to go and misbehave sometimes, because the way the thing is, is intoxicating. So I see that intoxication part of it is good because it is a wine against another wine. See, this world has its own wine. Please God help me. I want to learn somewhere. I feel, I feel i no, I've not. I've not landed in the thing. And mm. time has come. Please so because this today might be the last meeting this year. And most of us are it. Amen. So I don't know why I see huh? We wanted to go into the spirit the seventh spirit but maybe that maybe that's not what God wants to talk about today yeah. maybe that's I'll just leave it I'm not struggle yeah. with it yeah. maybe that's maybe that's not what the spirit wants to talk about I'll just leave it like that if they move me there fine but because I'm I'm talking more about fellowship now really yes. just talking more about fellowship and the ministry the workings why why fellowship all those that aspect right so the when when fellowship is in place you will see that the spirit of the Lord will move constantly upon the waters of the heart. Mm-hmm. Now, for what purpose? I think this is where I will, I will... And then wherever I go from there, and that's it. Let's go to First John chapter. I will see wherever the, the spirit of the Lord would move me. I don't even know what I'm about to see. Well, actually, I shall know that's where the water in my heart is going to. So let me just obey the Lord, and then we'll see... Me not assume, I don't want to assume. So, first John chapter 5. Let's go to 1st John chapter 5. I was talking about this, I think, maybe last time too, but somehow we we'll just get there. Listen from verse 8 it says, And there are, so verse 7. Sorry, for there are three that bear record in heaven the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And we know that this record is their life. It's the record of their life. Right? Verse 8. And there are three that bear witness in earth: the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. Now, what I want to focus on here is the spirit and the water.
0: There
1: is this, there is it says the spirit, the water, and the blood. Really, if you want to look at it the spirit and the water the spirit and the blood why spirit and water spirit and blood the water and the blood right it talks about the life of god the spirit there is the one that has to move upon the two the spirit must move upon the water of the of, the water of the lord must move upon the blood of the lord what, for what purpose? For the purpose of witness. If the Spirit is going to witness to you the record that is in heaven, you realize that they didn't say that the Father, the Word and the Spirit will have to come and be a witness. Mm-mm. They are not for witness. They are for record. Jesus does not, this, this not Jesus Christ is a record. Does that makes sense. Christ is a record. Let me put it that way. Christ is a record that must be witnessed. Right? So, what is Christ? Is it, Christ is the life of God, really. But I'm not going to focus too much on that, but I'll just focus more about the water and the blood. Amen. So the water and the blood still carry life. There's what water will do. There's what blood will do. But the first aspect of it is water. So when I say the spirit of the Lord moving upon the waters, right? Yeah. So when He's moving upon the waters of the Word in your heart, yeah. right, it is for to bear witness of the life of God.
0: Yeah.
1: That's simply what I'm trying to say out of that. So the Spirit will move upon the waters of the Word in your heart. Wow. Amen. For the purpose of witnessing the life of God to you and me. So, it's for witness. He has to witness. What are they witnessing? The life. Simple. Just for the purpose of witnessing life. I want to witness life. So, when we go into fellowship, right, and we're engaging the word, and the spirit of the Lord begins to open the mind of God to us. That is the spirit moving upon the waters. Why? For the purpose of transferring life. It's for life. It's from life to life, water is life, blood is life in the level. But I'm not focusing too much on that, but just talking about. But does that mean it, that part I'm talking about is the ministry of the spirit when it comes to witnessing? Right now, there is the operation of the spirit inwardly upon a soul moving upon the waters of the word, which you read, yeah. uh-huh. you have studied, you read, you read it, that the Holy Spirit will begin to move upon it, okay. then you begin to. See the one the Holy Spirit is moving. It's sweet. It's like, it's like it's sweet. It's like honey. It's sweet because you'll be there'll be so much joy within. Yeah. Because with joy we, she will dwell out of the wells of salvation, and then the Holy Spirit will now begin to what? Begin to reveal Scripture to you. Begins to lift Bible passages, and then be wondering why, why is this happening to me? Is a ministry? Is the ministry of revelation taking place? if at first when it begins you may not even understand why it's coming or what it's for all you are just enjoying is the revelation the abundance of revelation that comes from fellowship enjoy it's also because it is what the spirit rides upon if that makes sense
0: it's
1: what the spirit rides upon see that that activity happening in the soul of a believer where scripture is just coming it's firing see, it may not be it may not, it may not be things about your life school or anything. it's just scripture scripture is just firing Scripture is just opening up. Ah, that's what that scripture means. Oh, that's what that scripture means. The spirit is moving upon the waters. It, it can just be just understanding scripture is an activity, is the ministry of revelation. Is an addition to you, to all that you have gained by learning the Holy Spirit, knowing the anointing, knowing the gift. See, this thing about the anointing moving upon the waters is something a believer will carry. There's no time that you've learned, ah, I've learned revelation, so I don't need revelation again. No. It's a continuous, it's it's almost like they are giving you an ability which you must carry throughout the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. If you will inherit life, you must carry it about. Which means that fellowship must not suffer. Mm -hmm. If fellowship starts suffering, forget life, life cannot come because God would Talk to you. Yeah, See, there's when I say fellowship, I'm talking about this new fellowship of the spirit. Why? Because when we get born again, right? Like I was explaining before, there's the initial fellowship with the new just reading, really, reading, really, reading. Really awesome. Little little understanding, we get awesome. But when the ministry of strength begins, where when they want to move a believer into strength so that you can overcome this world, they need to activate the ministry of revelation. Why? Because that's how they will transfer strength to you. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So that joy that they are talking about, right? The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy, that joy, is coming as a result of fellowship or the revealing of knowledge. And we know that those that know their God shall be strong. Yes, sir. Those that know their God shall be strong and do explore. So which means knowing your God is not, no, not that I know my God. Oh, my God is a miracle worker. Oh, I know my God. Oh, he can do all things. Ah, I know my God. They're not talking about faith towards God. Because all that we are saying with all that is really faith towards God. So those that know their God, they're not talking about what he can do for you. Knowing God meaning knowing his person. passing. And there's a way it will tell you who he is. It is by the ministry of revelation. True fellowship. What is fellowship? Because what rides, what the fellowship rides upon, is the ministry of revelation. Mm-hmm. Is in, in, in communion, is in koinonia. And when you talk about, and this kind of koinonia, the way you talk, when you talk about koinonia, you have to talk about intercourse. Mm-hmm. This fellowship, almost like an intercourse. <laughs> Know some people when they dream, they are sleeping with women in their dream. This one is God, you should be sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I or do, you I don't know that happens. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, I mean, it's a different, this one that I'm talking about, this one now, okay. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are different areas in this area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, especially if you're not married. Mm-hmm. Let, me Let me leave that. So, the, the thing is, the same way they talked about Adam knowing his wife. Right? So and Adam knew they are not just talking about them sleeping together alone. Right? Yeah. That is that knowledge, the knowing there is 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 well well let's use the physical one, the intercourse there. Mm-hmm. it's actually more it's talking about uh, of a spiritual operation. Intercourse is, be- is, is beyond just man and woman sleeping together. Intercourse is more than that. It may be a, a man penetrating a woman. Intercourse is more than that. You realize that when you talk about intercourse, there's a whole lot of things involved. Mm. There's a whole lot of things. About- there's the, the aspect of the feeling, the, the, the anointing that goes into it. There are different things that surrounds that intercourse. Because intercourse is not the same as man sleeping with woman. It's not. Mm-hmm. When you talk about intercourse, actually talk about a, a deeper or a, a the way, where, English, English is limiting. Is talk about a merge. When you merge together. So or what the scripture talks about two becoming one. You know that when people get married, two don't actually become one immediately. Mm-hmm. That is a mission. I don't know. It takes time for two to actually become one. Because the scripture didn't say two is one. Say two shall become one. Is <laughs> so become means process. you They will become, not so that they are already. Shall become one. Is it? It's it's a process. So that, and it, it takes intercourse for two to really become one. So that knowing the same knowing that will take place when Adam will know. That's the same way. When you are fellowship with God, it's almost like you are dating and cutting God. That is why anybody that is single should not be feeling any prayer pressure to marry. If you are feeling prayer pressure to marry, there's something, something is clear. You are not you don't fellowship. You are not in relationship with God. It means you are not in fellowship. Normally, you should be in a relationship before a relationship will find you. <laughs> you. know, everybody wants to marry, everybody will say, Oh, my friends are married. Uh, is, it by, is it by that one? It's not by that one, man. Okay, what about those ones that will not marry when Jesus will arrive? Uh, so I mean, so it's not the getting married is not it's not a trophy. It's not something anybody should eat. If Pressure, pressure is clear. You are not in fellowship. See, fellowship removed a whole lot of desire towards other things. Now, the reason why we struggle or many young people also struggle with maybe sexual and different things is because they are spending their body and their time on other things. You use the same body and mind to focus on other things. See, that one will, the other one will dry out. Right, just have, start having intercourse with the Lord. How? Fellowship. Meditating on the Word and enjoy the ministry of revelation. Mm. When there's abundance of revelation, there will be too much joy for you and strength for you to think about a boyfriend you don't have or a girlfriend the, the person does not have. Amen. Mm. Every 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 believer mm. should fall mm. so much in love with the Lord. Mm. Amen.
0: Mm.
1: I get this is the peak of of what I've, I've been saying when it comes to fellowship, I don't know, I don't know, I, I, I thought I would go towards talking about the the seventh spirit of the Lord, but it's like, I couldn't get there. We're just talking about the spirit of the, of the Lord moving upon the waters of the world in our heart, moving upon or us, moving us into fellowship, moving us into relationship. Now when that happens a lot, a lot you now realize that you can actually leave this world Without being subject to this world, <laughs> why? Because the reality of another life dawns on you. I'm like, ah! So there's another word that pleasure can come because when you begin to feel have access to joy, you now realize that there are pleasures you can enjoy in the presence of the Lord, mm. and you now realize that indeed there are pleasures forevermore. There, that's the first feeling I had when I began to come into Revelation. I'm like, ah! What things they here! There are a lot of things, revelations, joy. things. I know that I needed to know a lot of things. And, and the feeling I had that the things I need to know are almost eternal. Not the almost, they are eternal. If it is eternal, it means it is endless. Mm. So indeed, it is true. There are pleasures forever, but Because if this thing is giving me so much joy like this, what gives me joy that time is not when I uh, make money. It's not when I uh, what are the things that used to give us joy that time that, like, or pass exam. Those are not it, before Those were, my joys were locked to all those things. Maybe now that I'm you no, know, maybe not a student. Maybe I'm married. What like, giving me joy? What gives me what gives me joy? Money, money. <laughs> that one. I was about to say <laughs> I, got, I just waited. Let me see. Maybe there's another team. <laughs> see, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's money. Maybe there's money. There's surplus. There's abundance. You see, you see, when you have a bonus of money, you start looking for influence. Because, <laughs> see, all these things, is it just a sign that there's nothing that can, that nothing has power to actually answer to the need of a soul.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Except the Creator, the Lord. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Why? Because after you have enough money, you'll be wondering, hey, so what's next? Yeah. Now I have $1 billion dollars billion in my account. What can I do with it? Ah! Influence, influence. Why? Why? Because you can live however you want. You can buy whatever you want. What well, guess what? Life start getting boring. Oh, what can I do with myself now? Because we don't know what we should do with ourselves, that, and that's and that's really that is really the issue. What we should be doing with ourselves is fellowshipping. falling in love with the Lord, Leaning to hear what He has to say about Himself, not about the world or what I like. Inse- do you know that Jesus has a lot to say about yes. the about God? A lot. He says. I would, a, a tip of that is Paul, just called the Hebrews Church. He said, of whom we have many things to say. But well, you are dull of very ah. So you have many things to say about Jesus. Then Jesus himself said I have many things to say to you. Ah, ah. See, many things Jesus had to say. Nobody is hearing it. Nobody is interested. How souls are interested in what Jesus is saying is when you love. You love fellowship. You see that joy that just comes by how the Lord is just speaking to me. You know, sometimes when fellowship begins, you know, there's a man named, maybe maybe you're just bubbling of word in your heart. Ah, you just or sometimes songs just bubble. Oh my lord, my dear Lord. And then you see, there, there's a way the spirit will just move you. It's like waters just move you. And then the spirit will begin to talk to you and begin to move you into the world of the spirit. That time the world of angels will be nothing. Not before The world of angels will be so as accessible as easier like bread and water say brother but because angels god gave them things to give to you part of the knowledge of his life is kept in some of them some of them just all they are doing is just see the purpose we are created is just to come and hold things for man for them to learn okay so if god asked well this one i now begin to talk about demonstrations of the spirit this is another another way but it begin something we are open you, you are open to God will help us will teach about the the world of the, that, that world you no know, there's a way we we'll begin to learn about the life of God see when you learn the life of God God will not attractly initially start telling you see me my life is like this this, this. no the first thing we begin to tell you you begin to gist you about his world you move into the world of angels teach you okay this angel this is how I arranged them the heavens this is how I arranged the heavens the earth this is how I created them why this this one is done like this because of this because of this because of this this is why this all are arranged this way why because what we are teaching about God's life most of the things you hear or what we used to teach I think this has scripture that God has already said but what are the things there the way he arranged the heavens the way he arranged the earth we talk about the kingdom there's a way God arranged the kingdom there that is in the scripture that when they begin to talk about them it now began to reveal his life okay this thing concerning his kingdom oh he arranged this way because of this oh wow when I be- began to, to move into the, the word of Revelation, the first thing I was learning was the spirit. Then after that, I began to learn the word of angels. Why? I, was, I, I became more aware to angelic presence, ministrations. When they are to work, I am like, ah, there's an angel talking there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what's going on? You'll be wondering, is it not being spoken? No. There's a reason why God was teaching all that. He's to talk about how his taste will flow, how his taste comes. And then later, I began to arrange his life. In short, those angels... There are teachings inside them concerning God's life. When God begins to open them inside scripture, you know they are there inside scripture. God begins to open how He created, He made them. And begin to see natures inside God that we don't know before. Amen. Amen. So when we first begin to to learn about God, the first the first thing God will do is to open you up into His world. He will bind. Let me use the word. He will bind you with His world. How? By moving you into the ministry of revelation, by the scriptures, as the scripture begins to open. Uh, there is that scripture in the book of uh, Corinthians, chapter one, verse. Is it chapter one, verse or chapter two? First Corinthians, chapter two, talking about the wisdom the Holy Ghost teach it. Amen. So I've thought about uh, fellowship. That was in 4 John chapter one, but I really can't can't talk more. But you know what? Let me quickly read that and I'll end because ah, I spent too much time. First, first uh, just to balance this aspect of fellowship. And want to talk about growth in fellowship. So first, John chapter 1 says, that which, Chapter 1 verse 1. That which we was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. So that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also, may have fellowship with us. Then, this is what you're saying, right? We are declaring things to you that you may have fellowship with us. but And, and truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So they have, What they are telling us is that there's a fellowship with the Father and with the Son, which is different from fellowship with the Holy Spirit. There's fellowship with the Holy Spirit day and day, every day. There's, that's where we all begin. But there's another fellowship called with the Father and with the Son. Amen. There's a fellowship with the Father and with the Son. And the the next one, after the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, is the fellowship with the Son. You don't get to the Father without the Son. As the Scripture says, no one comes to the Father but by me. Which means that to get to the Father, you must first go through the Son. So the next fellowship, after the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, is the fellowship of the Son, and in the fellowship of the Son is where this ministry of Revelation begins, mm-hmm. when they now begin to introduce you and me to the ministry of the seventh spirit of God. You know, they are talking about the subway See, they still talk about the Seven spirit. Okay. Now, there, there's no confusion there. Why? Because we explained earlier that it is the spirit that beareth witness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the spirit will bear witness of the son. So when the Son is talking to you, it is still the Spirit. But by a par- par- particular ministry, it is called the Spirit of the Lord. Why? The Lord is Christ. Mm-hmm. But He has a Spirit. It is a Spirit that would minister. Because it is the Spirit that bears witness. Yes. So, inside the Holy Ghost, they now begin to move into the, into the ministry of the Seventh Spirit. Mm-hmm. Inside the Seventh Spirit, is actually where you wear the it's actually where you find the catalyst is where you find the catalyst mm-hmm. for the bringing of revelation mm-hmm. why because there is in the seventh spirit there's a part there's a ministry in there called the ministry or called the spirit of wisdom and revelation mm-hmm. right the spirit of wisdom mm-hmm. and revelation that's the first spirit a, a believer will encounter when they begin to move into the ministry of revelation. Right? Mm-hmm. That, is, that is specific in teaching about the Lord. Mm-hmm. Right? And when I said, the purpose for teaching is for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And the reason for knowledge is so that you can have strength. Mm-hmm. So, well, if we don't have anything, or maybe, what I'm saying is too. Mm-hmm. I, I feel maybe it's simple, but maybe it may not be simple. I just mm-hmm. thought, I, I don't think I shared many revelations, it's just, mm-hmm. just in our Bible. Mm-hmm. But, is it's a simple, just a simple thing. Mm-hmm. Revelation, loving revelation, living by revelation. When we live by that, we move into... What is actually at work is the spirit. Wisdom and revelation is at work. And thank God for the scripture using the word wisdom and revelation. So it's clear. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. That is in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 18, thereabout. Right? Talking about... That. Let's read that prayer. I think that's where I'll, I'll put a pen to the to a full stop. amen okay, I think I, I was going to read Corinthians before but I think that's it uh sorry for taking our time I didn't I didn't plan to take this long route so I read from yeah. Ephesians chapter 1 yeah. verse 15 it says wherefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. For what purpose? In the knowledge of him. Or I can say in the koinonia of him. Because it is to know the Lord. Amen. Because you cannot talk about knowing without the giving of life. The, the, the reason for knowledge is for the purpose of giving life, mm-hmm. amen and when life is in a believer they will have strength, strength to do what? strength to overcome the world mm-hmm. right, because the world is a, like I was saying, is a mountain in a believer so to overcome the mountain you need strength, why? how do we know we are weak to the mm-hmm. world? it's very simple, when the world begins to speak and begin to toast you and me because the word is a seducer. It's a seduction. It's a seduction that is in the word, too lust. Eh? There's a seduction in this word. It's telling you, you see a brother that just drives by with one big car and then all of a sudden, something will just quickly speak. Take that car too. And then a mind can begin meditating. How, how can I get a car? How can I get a house? Some people's problem is just that they saw a brother's house and the fact is so fine. And all of a sudden, their problem is how can they get a fine house? Now, what will make such a soul not to be able to resist those thoughts, that pull, and they are, they keep giving their souls. It's because we are yet without strength, and God needs to. when is God needs to give us strength, so when a soul finds pleasure and joy in the life of God or in the love life of God being revealed, you see that the desire for those things. I would not say will go away right away. You see that there will be a drop. There will be you begin to come into the true knowledge of God's life. How should I live? How will I respond? Life in different ways, different situations. When God begins to come and begins to show you who He is, and begins to tell you who He, who he is spiritually, there is a specific ministry that is at play. The spirit of wisdom and revelation must be at work in a believer to move a believer into the world of revelation to reveal the Lord, to reveal Him. Right? You know why say revelation? Anything can be revealed, but there is there is a person that needs to be revealed, and that person is is Jesus. We must know him for us to partake of his life. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we blessed today? Yes, sir. Do we have any question? I know, I mean, I think be simple, but but you never know. Amen. Amen. But, uh, I, I guess we can just pray. Amen. Concerning the ministry of Revelation. See one thing that that Paul did for the Ephesian church is that when he realized that they are ready for the, for to be moved into the knowledge of the Lord, mm-hmm. what he began to do is he began to pray for them. How does to begin to pray today? Can we just pray for the Spirit of wisdom and revelation to begin to come to be to begin to come up to be activated in our soul in the mighty name of Jesus? That the spirit of wisdom and revelation will come on an increase. The thing about this spirit is that they can increase. The activity of this spirit can increase. This spirit can come in a small measure, this spirit can come in a high measure. Can we begin to pray for an increase, for the supply of the spirit of wisdom and revelation? And ever we expose our heart to the spirit of wisdom and revelation that will come to know the Lord, that the activity of the spirit of truth. By bringing wisdom and revelation, we begin to come upon our heart that we increase in wisdom and revelation. That activity, say, Lord, I just want to, to, to fellowship with you. That revelation will increase to fellowship. I need my heart to be made ready. I need my heart to fall in love with your word. I need my heart to fall in love with you as a person. Lord, help me to fall in love. And then pray for the increase of the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The revelation will increase, that you will fall in love with revelation, that will be moved into the world of God by revelation, that the revelation will increase, the spirit of wisdom, and revelation, counsel and might will increase, will come upon you, that the, the spirit of the Lord, the seventh spirit, will be activated within our heart, within us, the grace of this spirit will begin to come. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you for how you've helped us in your word this morning. We say that we're exalted. Lord, as we continue to, to, to just think upon you, when we ask, Father, that you will continue to increase upon us your spirit. We pray, Father, for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That you begin to bring it Upon on every us, the activity of this spirit will increase in the name of Jesus. We ask for the supply of this spirit. Lord, that everyone hearing even your word this afternoon, this this afternoon, Lord, and desire this spirit, we ask, Father, that you will supply upon them even the spirit of wisdom and revelation, even to begin to activate even the, 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 the movement into the knowledge of the Lord, the growth that is needed even in fellowship in the mighty name of Jesus. But we want to increase in fellowship. Increase us inwardly in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you have answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You dwell between the cherubim, shine
0: forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.